Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. (laughs) This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle and the Everything Home Talk radio show. We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Our motivated Monday live studio audience is ready to stand up, show up, speak up, and become the 2.0 versions of themselves in their personal and professional lives and support the Canadian truckers. Way to have a huge pair of Canucks. Where are yours, Americans? Join us in this movement to fight for your freedom. Collaborate, promote your business and group, take action, be the loud super spreader of courage, freedom, and common sense that I know you are. Hashtag save my freedom. Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's everythinghomeaboutus.com or text action, A-C-T-I-O-N, to 917-76 to join. Oh, it's free, just like your God-given human rights. Well, like they used to be. We're motivating the masses to get off their asses. Come together right now. Oh, there's power in numbers, people. Put on your common sense caps, we the people. It is FJB and Freedom Fest February. Remember, once you commit, everything changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action. BLC. Today's topic's on episode 290. That's 290. Zero, no spin politics podcast. Jews exiting the Democratic Party. It's about time. Business and personal success mindset. Rescuing Scottsdale and cities from within. Run for city council. Giving a voice to the voiceless Arizona pro-life groups. America first Arizona business congressional candidate. Canadian freedom truckers convoy live from Ottawa. The border invasion and human sex slave trafficking with special guests Kelly Cooper, Robert Moore, Patrick King, and Christy Hutcherson, all delivered by our partners at the Everything Home, Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Tonight's lineup is loaded with passionate patriots who are taking action. Jim Price, host of the Jim Price Show, no spin or bull politics, shouting the truth and slaying rhinos along the way. Michelle Terrace, Jexit, Jews exiting the Democratic Party. Finally, Deborah Peters, success mindset, the connection between business growth and your personal health and performance. Pamela Carter, rescuing Scottsdale, Arizona, and cities from within. The, the call is coming from inside. 
House. Run for city council, people. Lawrence Johnson giving a voice to the voiceless. Arizona pro-life groups and sitting shotgun and Michelle's patriotic soap rocks are four special guests. I feel like I, I need to play. I need to play a little music. It's just I've been going on for so long. All right, now let me keep going. Let me keep going because I can't find the clip. The clip that I wanted to play. Oh, if you would have seen what happened. What this place looked like just before airtime. Oh, I was scurrying. I was scurrying. And sitting shotgun in Michelle's Patriotic Soap Shop, Soapbox, or four special guests at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. And that is Mountain Time because in Arizona, we don't change our clocks, but we do rig our elections. We burn our ballots and our babies are racist. At 1 p.m. Mountain Time, Kelly Cooper, Arizona's first. Arizona's first? No. America's first. Arizona business congressional candidate. Send in a Marine to clean up the mess made by the Joe Biden Nazi regime, the D.C. swamp, the dumpster fire they call Washington, D.C. At 1.30 p.m., Robert Moore and Patrick King live from Ottawa, Canadian freedom truckers convoy standing up for the tyranny from the elected elite. There's power in numbers, and these brave men and women have the biggest Canucks you'll ever see. It's time for Americans to join the movement and take back America. Thank you, Canadians, for those huge Canucks. Hashtag save my freedom. Join today. Hashtag save my freedom. Just stick that in your search engine and join us. And at 2 p.m., Christy Hutchinson, Women Fighting for America, our border invasion and the human sex trafficking industry, the real facts. You won't hear from the media. The proven solution. Oh, that includes Fox News and Newsmax. The proven solution to secure the border, save America and lives. Be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and of course, some entertainment. Aha! Uh, visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. Everythinghomeaboutus.com. We're at 1205. Oh, I'm doing good. <laughs> oh, for more information on today's guests, their website, their very own shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information. The Ultimate Resource Platform. Breaking news. Number one, the Beijing Genocide Olympics. <laughs> Worst ratings ever. They're holding athletes hostage. Nice try with the Uyghur at the opening ceremony. And did you know it doesn't even snow there? <laughs> oh, man. If you haven't figured out that this is all in cahoots with each other, all against we, the people of every country, all those elected elites from all over the planet. Globalists. You still want to buy products and services from their sponsors? Mm-hmm. Time to check yourselves, Pete. Your vote might not count, but your money sure does. But you still got to vote. Remember, you still got to vote even though it might not count. That's all right. We'll work out those details later. Number two, everything home talk show has gone to a TV show. Oh, that's right. I have busted loose from behind the microphone and sat in front of the camera. Yes, I have to do my hair and makeup every Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. You'll see us on Brighton.tv. We're headed into our fourth week of the video. Again, you can watch us live every Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Brighton TV. And we are now also on Conservative Television of America, CTVA.tv. And quite a few other platforms are coming along the way. Whoa, crazy stuff. And my special guest this Friday, February 11th, for the full hour is Karen, the cleaner, the queen of slides, Kingston. Kingston? No, it's Kingston. K-I-N-G-S-T-O-N, America's most famous biotech analyst and ex-Pfizer consultant who's dropping truth bombs about the non-vaccine bioweapon. Watch the show, and I promise everything in your world will change. You'll finally hear the truth. You'll kind of clue in to this political propaganda pandemic. Oh, yeah, they made the virus 
from a bat in the lab, right? And by the way, it's now in the non-vaccine bioweapon, in the syringe. So don't be taking that. Don't be taking that. It's a bad idea. You want to get a teaser on what's going on on that show that you're going to hear incredible information on this Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Friday.tv. Head on over to everythinghomeaboutus.com and click the Karen tab. She's got her own tab there on our Take Action menu for her interviews and presentations. I put it together. You're going to love everything that you see. Please share that with your friends and let's spread the facts. And let's go back to normal. It's February 7th, day 694. Going to have to say it again, 694, 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. And the reason why I bring it up again is because you're still waiting in line for the boosters. You're still getting, oh, I don't know, tests for no reason. You don't need a test to tell you if you're sick, if you're sick, treat it like the flu. And also, mm, let me think, I was out and I out this weekend and, oh, I saw about 50, 50, maybe 60, 40 masks. Oh, my God, people, dirty air, doesn't do anything. Did you even know that the quote-unquote COVID-19 virus, and I use quotes, can't be transmitted from human to human? (laughs) Yeah, you might want to click that Karen tab at everythinghomeaboutus.com and learn the facts, right? Learn the facts, rip off that dirty mask. Can't believe there's still people wearing a mask. It's like eating poop from your own diaper. I'll tell you, peeps. Uh, I almost want to say you deserve it at this point. I don't know. I don't know the information there. You've got to do it. We're staying up to the journey. Also, day 381 of the Joe Biden Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America. Yes, that's what I said. The most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. Yes, they are number one. And Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slave on the planet. We're going to talk about that at Chris with Chrissy at 2 p.m. Mountain Time, the border. As my friend Deborah said, oh, I don't know, Deborah Peters, who's coming on a little bit later today, LFDT, let's figure that F out. Do this, okay? Okay, let's do this. Are you All right, it's 12 to and I got to get this show on the road. I could go on for days. I can go on today's. It's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Real Network. Today's topic on episode 290, No Spin Politics Podcast. Jews exiting the Democratic Party. It's about time. Business and personal success mindset. Rescuing a Scottsdale and cities from within. Run for the city council. Giving a voice to the voiceless Arizona pro-life groups. America first. Arizona business congressional candidate. <laughs> Novel concept. Somebody who actually has signed a check. My goodness, Canadian Freedom Truckers Convoy live from Ottawa. The border invasion and human sex slave trafficking with special guests Kelly Cooper, Robert Moore, Patrick King, and Christy Hutcherson. All right, everybody, let's do this. They kind of went out of order a little bit. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? A little bit of convoy, oh, and then we got to go. And who better to kick off this episode than a man I know who's going to help lead the convoy that's coming here, going across the country to D.C., Jim Price. He's the host 
of the Jim Price Show Monday through Friday from 4 to 5 p.m. Central Time. And Saturdays, he's back again at 7 p.m. Central Time. He's digging deeper for the truth with no spin. Nada spin-o, people, bringing you all the news in local and national politics. Audience, big round of applause from my buddy Jim Price. Well, thank you. appreciate you uh, having me on. Thank you so much. You are welcome, my friend. How are you today? Been good, been good. Uh, just watching the lunacy and the potato-in-chief uh, talk about the amazing victory he has of taking down the ISIS leader that killed himself. So uh, I'm not really sure how they're always able to just put that slight touch of victory on a complete failure. I, I, I applaud their, their, their need for a victory, but when you're claiming a victory when someone else did it for you, I'm not really sure. I guess that's why we gave participation ribbons to some people in school. And they are obviously the first ones in line to make sure that they get noticed. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I can't see why there's people that actually say they want to celebrate this kind of lunacy uh, in action. But, I mean, there are people that still believe that he is a legitimate leader and he's so amazing at doing it. Yeah, and that's when I start questioning human beings in general, whether they're here, out of the country, whatever. Just like I said in the intro, you've got people wearing a mask, and, and then their kids have yeah. the mask on. And I'm, I'm out and about, and I'm going, wow. And I'm staring them down, and sometimes they don't look over, so I can't give them the, like, the stink eye. And right, I'm, I'm tempted right. to say something, but I'm like, oh, don't start a fight. I mean, or start a like, – because they right. just don't – there's almost no hope. There's no, there's no point. Absolutely. Like I'm not going to waste my time. They're not going to get it. So you know what? Don't bother. Yeah. But well, you and are that's that part of these people is that they honestly want to be led by the nose ring that obviously some of them have is that they want to be led around by that nose ring. They don't want to be wrong. They want someone else to tell them what to do. But by God, don't tell them what to do. And this is the lunacy in which they live in. They can't even begin to understand their own lunacy because it's emotional based, not fact based. When you're talking about the fact you don't want to put a diaper on your face. And you're saying, hey, I don't want to rebreathe my own exhaust. But that makes common sense. That's actually fact-based. But then they're telling you, if you don't wear it, you're going to kill somebody else. So uh, it, it doesn't make any sense for me to actually follow along with this. And, again, I guess we need to lead by example, lead by bravery, lead by a better understanding, and not fall into line with these people. And here's the thing. If we vote with our money, just like you were talking about in your monologue to begin with, vote with your money. Stop going to the big box. Go to the small guys. Go to a meat locker and get your wild game. Get your local beef from a local provider. Don't go to Walmart. Don't go to where you don't know where they source that meat or that fruit. When you know there are family farms just right down the street and they are accessible on any of these social media platforms for any of us to look up. But you know what that takes? Effort. Effort. And if that's all it really takes to turn this country around, then why aren't we all just doing our part? That little 10%, that little extra we do for everybody. But no, we're going to worry about running to Walmart because they're our savior, right? Look at what Walmart's doing and the same idea what the Uyghurs are going through in China. Walmart actually dictates prices to their suppliers. Walmart controls prices that they make sure they get theirs, but the small business guy actually has to bend the knee to be into Walmart. That's not a, that's not a, a free market. That's called communism, and we're practicing it in our daily purchases. And if we don't start backing away from these people, they are going to continue to take us down. Stop feeding the machine that's eating you, folks. This is what we're talking about. Stop putting money into that machine. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm saying everything in your life. And you've got to figure out a way. If you don't like what the federal government's doing, the local government's doing, you've got to figure out how to take away that money from them, take away that power, and put it back into the people. We're a constitutional republic. 
We are not a democracy. When Joe Biden tells you that he wants a democracy, we've got to save the democracy. Democracy is communism. We are a constitutional republic where the people have the power. And your second article of your Bill of Rights in 40 states in this country, and the rest of them have a very close paraphrase statement. The second article says, all political power is inherent in the people, and all free governments are founded on their power. Then why do we fear them? Because why? They have cops? Because they have guns? But remember this, folks. There are more people who pull a hunting license in Michigan than any other standing army on earth. And yet you think we the people do not have the power to stand up and take our freedoms? Because, by the way, there's no government running around giving you a big, big old bucket of freedom, are they? You don't hear them going, hey, you want the bucket of freedom? We got it right here. Come get it. No, <laughs> freedom is earned. Freedom has to be won back. They're not going to give it to you. You have to fight for it. And freedom isn't free. If you think it's on the shelf, there's something else attached to it. There are strings, and they're going to take your life. Those shots, by the way, these men that go around giving all these jabs away, we're paying for that crap. We're paying mm-hmm. for the lunacy of these people who are going to give themselves AIDS. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and say it. Sorry, I may have hurt somebody's feelings here. But now oh, you're seeing the fact that Fauci did a gain of function through an AIDS virus, which was exactly directed at certain demographics of our society, and this guy is the guy is the leading expert that's going to save us? No, it's called depopulation, folks. You guys have got to get your ears cleaned out and understand if you don't start taking action, they're going to come to your door. And that is mm-hmm. not – I'm not faking that. Look what China does. Look what other third world countries do. They go and find those people that disagree with them, and they shoot them in the head. Full stop. And if you don't want to be a part of that, then stand up now. As soon as we all stand up, this game is over. But if we want to cower and subjugate ourselves, they'll continue to take that power from us. And I just want to kind of push it home one more time for people. You just mentioned they're going to come to your door. And it's not a uh, hypothesis. It's not a um, conspiracy theory. It's actually part of their plan. And if you don't believe me, we've talked about it for a year on this show. And it was in, it's on the government websites. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, I believe the date was June of 2020. They're like the green camps, and their really concentration comes in. And there's even yep. more so, of course, what's going on in, uh, I think, Washington or Portland. But it's almost at the point, Jim, and, and I just I, I appreciate what you said so much about the entire – your entire monologue was brilliant. Yep. And it just it needs to hit home to people because um, they're going to start to really kick it into gear here because they have to, right? Because they're well, starting Joe, to unravel. Like, get your guns during yeah, the campaign, and you just made another announcement this weekend. He's coming to get your guns. By the way, the Second Amendment does not talk about barrel size, does not talk about age limit, does not talk about criminal background. But we've given in and given in and given in, and you look what the gun grab they did in Australia. They're coming to do it in America. And Uncle Joey, he wasn't lying to you when he said he built the most fraudulent voting system in in the history of man, and he wasn't lying to you about coming and getting your AR-14s even though he doesn't know what that AR-14 is. He's an idiot. But the idea is we have to understand he's trying to tell you the truth, but you're not paying attention. Yeah, they always do. They always tell you exactly what they're going to do and what they're thinking, and we go, oh, no, no, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean that he was going to come to kill me. Uh, No, no, the guy told you to your face, I'm going to come to kill you, and now all of a sudden there's a knock at the door, and the guy's standing there, and you're like, oh, he was was exaggerating, not even close to being the case. Take him for what their word is. And actions speak louder than words. And then, of course, their words do have meaning, even though sometimes they scramble them up like uh, scrambled eggs. Jim, give your website yeah. and plug the show, would you? 
Yeah, uh, thejimpriceshow.com. That's thejimpriceshow.com is the best way to find me. Um, Facebook, it keeps taking me down. YouTube, keeps taking me down. But CloudHub, <laughs> I'm over on cloudhub.com. They're keeping me there. I've got an influencer there. I am on DLive, Twitch. I'm on Twitter. But they keep crushing my accounts. So go find me on my website. I am doing some new stuff there. But uh, my show is The Jim Price Show. And I get on there and I talk about uh, what's really going on and what they're really talking about. And I'm not going to lie to you about things. In fact, I'm probably I'm probably not giving it to you as hard as I could I should sometimes because it's it's terrifying. It's truly terrifying what they're willing to do to us and trying to get people to listen. Sometimes you got to bring it into them softly because these guys they don't. They, it's easier to kill you than deal with you, folks. It's oh yeah, that's what, end of the yeah. To get stop. you out of the way, and then once you realize yeah. what they've been doing all along for decades, you're going to go, "Oh my God, this is even crazier yeah. than what I thought." Who knew? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jim. You're the best, yep. and uh, we'll talk to you next Thank month. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Oh, what a good guy! Bye-bye. What a good guy and a great show. Incredible information. We're going to add him to our must listen to page of all the other shows that you need to tune into, and uh, then we will. Um, then um, you'll get you got a clue or listen to this show listen to anybody that has shows that come on this platform and I'm telling you we've got to stick together as I said in the beginning everybody needs to be the 2.0 of themselves in their business and personal life but also from the humanity standpoint remember the leg the three legged the three legs on the stool business life and community which we talk about your civic duty your human duty is to get information like you're hearing on this show from all these incredible guests and share it because it's the truth and it's the only way we're going to be able to combat this yeah, it might not be affecting your business now. It might be affecting your kid's school now. It might not be affecting your church now or you personally now, but it's going to. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So it's, um, why don't we nip it in the bud now? Why don't we all come together, push back like the Canadian truckers? And speaking of Canadian truckers, I have a special guest that I'm going to bring on. We're going to talk to him real quick because he's in the heart of it. He's actually up in Ottawa right now. He's a trucker and he wanted to call in. And I appreciate Deborah for coordinating this. Brian Dirksen, he's up hey. there in Ottawa. And Ottawa, like standing in the cold with all these truckers with a big pair of Canucks on this guy. So, Brian, uh, uh, how are you? Thanks for calling in. I'm, I'm well. Thank you so much. All right. So what's going on? Give us a I, rundown on, on what's going on up there. Oh, well, uh, what's going on up here would blow you out of the water. Uh, the narrative is constantly changing. Uh, there's always something going on around the corner. Um you know, we have a wealth of information here. We have standforthe.ca, okay? We have paralegals. We have lawyers. We have unvaccinated doctors who are willing to help those that are vaccinated or unvaccinated, and we're here to prepare you, to give you the information that you need in order to protect yourself. Up here in Canada, we have two uh, avenues here. We have what's called our Charter of Rights, but we have our Bill of Rights. What they've done to our charter is they've hacked it up, okay? They've destroyed it. So we we can't argue on the Charter of Rights. We are here to push the Bill of Rights, which protects us. Uh, you know, it's interesting to have a perspective on that side because most people are talking about what is what is uh, what's going on with the truckers and what is people taking to the streets. Um, tell us oh, let what me tell is... You. Yeah, tell us what's going on, but like, cause, you know, you, now the media Let me has tell you shifted. Something. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. This is what put goosebumps on my arms, okay? Uh huh. 
all the people from Ottawa continue to come up to this truck and the people are coming up to me in tears and they're saying, please don't leave. Please yeah. don't leave. I've got hundreds of letters in here from people. They're making donations. They're bringing us food. They're bringing us fuel. The militants are here. These people are saying to us, please don't leave. Promise me you won't leave. I have mothers with their babies with them coming up to me in tears. Promise me you won't leave. So we have um, one moment. There's a, there's a news yeah. crew coming up here. I'll just uh, ask them to stand down for a moment. One moment, please. Yeah, Hello. Yeah, sure. uh, so, uh, okay. Okay. For those of you All right. Somebody's taking care of them. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Go, go ahead, go my on. friends. And, and uh, just, I just wanted to, for people that are just tuning in, this is Brian Dirksen. He's a trucker. He's actually in Ottawa. He's in the mix of all this, and he's in his truck right now giving us a rundown on what's going on. And this is, for, for those of you that are still tuning into any of this mainstream media crap, they're now starting to change right. their narrative and messaging to say that these guys are fascists. These guys are the brown shorts. These guys are the ones that are that are the tyrannical, crazy people. It's just the opposite. So I, I, I know that there's some people left. Most of them don't listen to this show or shows like this. So um, give us the, the, the scoop on what's going on on the ground, because I, I heard that they're trying to get uh, people are they're, they're bringing in gas tanks for you guys, like hand holding, like hands across America with or hands across Canada, Canada this time and bring in gas tanks so you guys can um, fuel the trucks. But yet they're shutting that down and you've got um, all kinds well, of counting on and things like done. Uh, fantastic that you bring that up at this moment. I just finished uh, a foot soldier here carrying uh, five-gallon uh, uh, containers of diesel coming up to me. Uh, I just finished having uh, some extra fuel put in my truck. What they've done now is they've started to uh, arrest people uh, for one moment. Un- yes, unlawfully arrest people. Uh, sorry, I've got uh, somebody helping me here. With, right. So they're, what they're doing is they're arresting them with no valid reason. And they're just trying to get their name so they can document. So it's like catch and release is what they're doing right now. But what we're here to do, if you come to us here on the corner of Slater and Bank at Stanford E, we have a paralegal in our truck to help you protect yourself. You don't have to answer any questions. You've done no, you haven't broken any laws. You don't have to tell them their name, your name. And you don't have to engage with these people. This and that's is what crazy we're here that to we're help even you. having this conversation, Brian. I, I'm listening to you, Insane. and it's really starting to sink in at this point. And I, I can't believe that uh, you, you have to. Uh, you, you guys are doing this. I mean, that we have to go through this. But you know what? It's come to that. And I and I and I hope that the people that are listening and the and all the people in this in our country are are looking at right. it going, oh my God, oh my God, we need to do something. It is that bad. So we need to again get they off raided our asses. Our, they raided sorry about that. I'm no, no, sorry. No, they no, raided no. our auxiliary camp yesterday with militants. They brought they brought about fifty of them in there. Uh it was just unbelievable. They are parked. They've been surveilled. Uh there was uh the where our uh, Coventry yard is uh, there's a police building there. And they've had us under surveillance from the get-go, and they've got really militant in there the other day. Well, here's the drill on that one. I just want you to know. 
and they want to come in and take all our fuel away from us. But you watch how the Canadian people will respond to this kind of tyrannical behavior. The Canadian people are resilient. They're showing the world what God's love can do. We are at a phonetic pace. A higher sense of common consciousness is developing in this world, and it is mushrooming like a cloud. I can tell you people are waking up, and unity, unity among humankind is happening. Everybody's feeling everybody. There's lots of love here. Wow, this is this is insane. The website is stand for the S T A N D F O R T H E E dot C A. Is that correct, Brian? Correct. And our okay. and our platform is the Bill of Rights and not the Charter. We have to really pound that point home. Now we have paralegals and we have lawyers that have approached us and asked us, may we can we be a part of you? And we are saying, yes, you can. So we are armed to the teeth with God's people. You guys are doing something amazing that it sounds like is going to really shift the direction, the movement, and again, get people off their asses all over the world, uh, especially here. We need to get that convoy going um, because apparently we need visuals here in this country. Otherwise, people won't do enough pain and suffering and um, trying to kill us or actually accomplishing that. And then, of course, then trying to kill the kids and closing down businesses and in, in, in uh, forcing you to to, uh, you know, be locked down, closing churches, removal of freedom of speech. Yeah, Apparently yeah. that's not enough. You remember when churches used to be the place, churches used to be the place that were always open. You should have always been able to find a yeah. sanctuary in the church. What have they done now? Lock all the doors. Oh, and your country's out of control. We've had uh, Pastor Arturo Pulaski on the show, and I just cannot believe the stories that he has shared with us. So, uh, and, and, and it's nonstop up there. So, Brian, you're doing an incredible thing. Stand strong. I would love for you to be able can to call I, that can in whenever you can. You? Yeah, please do. Please do. Okay. I'd like to share. That's okay. I'd like to share something with you about, don't worry about that. I, I'd like to share something with you about how I got here. Yeah, sure. Please. So I was, I, I, I've been freedom fighting for a considerable length of time. I was one of these guys that was onto this early and i mean very early so i've stood my business down well over a year ago i haven't had a paycheck since i can remember but i was freedom fighting in my car and out of british columbia my trail my bloody trail led me all the way to toronto so when the call for the convoy came i was in my car in toronto i bolted all the way from toronto all the way back to Nanaimo on Vancouver Island, where I had my Peterbilt parked in storage. By the time, with all the delays, because I refused to wear a mask wherever I go, I was arrested at gunpoint. I was jailed. I was detained. I was tortured. BC Ferry stopped the, the boat in the middle of the water, and the captain came over me and towered over me and said he was demanding my name. I told him, you stand down. I said, I am a traveler, and I am on a public highway. I don't care that you're the captain of the ship. 
I said, you're breaking the law. I said, I'm the only one here who has not broken the law. And they called the RCMP, and they wouldn't let anybody off the boat until the RCMP got there. By the time I was finished with the RCMP, they said to me, Mr. Nerkson, good luck in your ventures and have a nice day. I could have had them all arrested. But I, I was off to do what I need to do, so I carried on to go and get my truck out of storage. Now, by the time I got out of Nanaimo, I was almost two days behind the convoy. But if by the time I got to Nipigon, the convoy was in Thunder Bay, which was an hour behind me. I actually passed the convoy, and I went into the Husky there, and I asked, is the convoy here yet? Is the convoy here yet? And uh, they said, no, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. That was a spiritual moment for me. I was the last guy. And by the time I got to Nipigon, I was the leader of the pack. It was a very spiritual, emotional moment for me, a connection, another connection with my creator. Wow. Uh, you know, um, everything, like they say, everything happens for a reason. And you've been led to, to take to things side. to the next step, Brian. So I, I just want to say yes. thank you for everything that you're doing. I'd love for uh, you to come on for a longer interview. Why don't I do this? I'll give you a you call bet. tomorrow. We'll figure it out. Okay. And then we'll have you do okay, some recording. Okay, I'll just tell you that while I've been on the phone here with you, yeah. um, my door's been knocked on several times. I've been distracted, and I've still tried to keep my focus here with you. But we're serving you're doing people a great at job. a phonetic They just keep coming. But that's that's what that's what it's all about, right? You want the people to come up. You know it. it, it it's support, and they're just telling you thank you for what you're doing. Like it gave me chills. I got a little I got a little bit clamp when you were saying that the moms, the women were coming up to you and saying, "Don't leave," because you guys are like you're like the the freedom army because you got the big trucks, and you know some these you know tyrants it. are scared of the big trucks. They're scared of the horns, and they should be because they got they don't even have Canucks. They yeah. have little wave, they have little cojones, and you got a big pair of Canucks. So thank you, Brian, for everything that you're doing. Yeah. And I'll reach out to you tomorrow. A we'll figure out what we'll you on boy the made me cry. Sorry. Oh, I'm a sure. A 14 year old boy from Arnfire made me cry when he gave me these cookies. It wasn't the cookies. It was the way he said it. It was the look in his eye. When he said, my mom made these cookies, I cried. I couldn't help it. You could feel the love that this boy had for his mother. He worked up the courage to come up to a freedom fighting truck driver. That boy mustered all the courage he could muster to come up to me and start that conversation. I cried. I will never, never throw that paper bag that those cookies were in in the garbage. That's going in a scrapbook. I will keep that forever. Uh, un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, thanks again, Brian. I'll reach out to you tomorrow. And yeah, do you mind I, if I give your, you do you mind if I give your numbers to some other shows so we can get you on some other shows and then you can, we sure, can get some more sure. of the messaging I've out. Got, okay. You bet. You bet. We're right. getting swamped here now. I've got, they're lining up like crazy. I got to open some doors here. Thank All you right, so much. Thing. Feel free to get, yep. Feel free to keep yeah, this contact going. I watch your program. I love it. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And then um, I will get you in front of some other people too, and we'll get you. We we'll get you some Thanks. more interviews because we, we need to get this message out. We've got to inspire people here in America to do the same thing. Brian, God bless you and everything you're doing. Tell everyone that we love them and, and keep up the great work. Wow.
Um, I'm, you know, we were a little off uh, messaging here. Who am I going to bring on next? I, I, I apologize for uh, kind of going off of the script, not the script, but off of the schedule. It's just that Deborah was able to get one of the truckers to come on who's a friend of hers. And I kind of thought it was important for what he was telling us to let him talk, kind of let him go and give you the information um, yeah, I got a little, uh, I got a little emotional several times during the conversation. I hope you did too. So, uh, go ahead and tell your friends, listen to that, tune in, share that. I think it would be, uh, kind of, kind of good again, fire under our asses. Um, yeah. So let me, uh, let me get back to where I was. Uh, whew. I didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. Um, even though the stories weren't, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's get back on track here, boys and girls. All right. So my next guest. <laughs> whoa. My next guest is Michelle Terrace. She's an accomplished executive in both the corporate and nonprofit worlds and saw a need in the community to educate Jews on the drastic and alarming changes happening within the Democratic Party. Jexit was born. Audience, big round of applause for the founder and president of Jexit. <laughs> Oh, Michelle Terrace, thank you for your patience. I kind of didn't expect all of that to uh, kind of play itself out there. I didn't expect it either. I'm amazed. And, you know, I got to tell you, when Brian was speaking from Ottawa, I went to high school in Ottawa for five years, well, for four years. And um, I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm speechless. I'm so proud of them. Um, I, I was amazed. So I got a lot of goosebumps, too, and it really was emotional for me. Great show. Great show. Uh, thanks. I just thought, like you said, Deborah was, was great enough to uh, kind of bring him in uh, to a friend of her. She's from Canada. And um, I said, you know what, I'll just try to stick him in, and, and we'll have him talk for a few minutes just to give us a rundown. And I, I didn't expect that. Like, it, no, you could have <laughs> warned me. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't I, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know this. It all, it all happened while I was doing the um, the intro. So it's you know this is what the the beauty of live tel- well, not television, yeah. live radio, is you just you 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 go with the flow, right? I put together the show yeah. in uh, obviously in advance and uh, and then in the morning and then the night before and things like that. And then especially when there's current events, something like that that's so important, especially for us to hear that here because obviously we're not yeah. doing enough. Um, kind of just, you know, you throw it in the mix, I, but yeah, I, I, I kind of thought it was kind of, I thought it was good that you were coming in after him, um, yeah. because it's about it's time perfect. that the Democrats and that, well, actually Shelley said the Jews, the Jewish people leave the Democratic party because they've done nothing to help those people for, oh, I don't know, decades. And all of a sudden, and you just wonder, wow, they even tell you they hate you. That's the part I don't understand. Maybe you can explain that to me. So if you have so many people in the Democratic leadership that basically say, we hate Jews, right? Because that's what they've said. I'm not making it up. And then they still, oh, well, we got to vote for them. I don't, I, no, I just don't understand that, Michelle, if you want to explain that first. The interesting thing that we've discovered, and if you look into the history and the number one question that I'm asked and our team is asked is, why do Jews vote left? Mm-hmm. And the answer is because the vast majority of Jews don't really care about Judaism or Israel. They care about, ready, 
secular leftism, which is their religion. So if you, you know, when we have more time, I'll go into some of the polls and, and, the, and the research that we've discovered. But our mission is to educate Jews about the dangerous shift in the Democrat policy and to educate and persuade Jews in the beginning was to leave the Democrat Party, but let's be honest, the Democrat Party has left the Jews. Oh, the yeah. Democrat Party has left all freedom-loving, God, country, and family-loving Americans. So we got to go back to the basics, and the basics are basically what this country was founded upon. And it was founded upon the Judeo-Christian principles that are rooted in the Torah. If you know your history and you understand what the Jews contributed and what the Jews sacrificed for this country, then you would understand and you could recognize that the Democrat Party does not support or follow those guidelines any longer. So you decided to start Jexit to encourage and give support to uh, a recovering democratic Jew. Let's just say it like that, right? This is like, like it's almost like a transi- transition and rehab, right? Because <laughs> you've yeah, got to kind of detox them. You've got to detox anonymous. them and shake them loose of, 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 of the insanity. And, but at least, you know, because you want people to always, you want to give them a place where they can join other like-minded people, um, especially after a recovery, right? Because it's, uh, literally it's like rehab. It's crazy that we have these Uh, conversations today But it's tough now to to unite with our fellow Jews That are these secular leftists Which their religion is is the Democrat Party and their ideology So what we've discovered is We're going to try the FOMO approach We are really um, reaching out and thanking our Christian brothers and sisters Because let's face it they love Israel and Jews more than the American left. And uh, as, a, as an organization, we have really embraced what they have meant, uh, Jews and Israel, and especially now with anti-Semitism rearing its ugly head again and to the, to the point where, you know, I don't know if you're aware, there's only 15 million Jews in the world, 15, one five. When we, when we go to the streets and we poll people, they have no idea that we're only 15 million. And actually, 60% of all hate crime in the United States is targeted against Jews. And we only represent 2% of the population in America. So we're dealing with numbers that are just unbelievable. And we're dealing with people that really have no idea. So we're targeting now, you know, we're targeting um, uh, fighting the the anti-Semitism, which is just a fancy word for Jew hatred in this country. And what we share with our, uh, at at our events and when we speak, is that if you're anti-Semitic, based on Jewish contribution and sacrifice to this country, there was a gentleman by the name of Haim Solomon who financed the Revolutionary War. He came here, he's a Polish immigrant, and he came here for freedom against tyranny, and he financed the Revolutionary War. He made a plea to all the Jews to go. It was on Yom Kippur, which is the most holy day for the Jews, 
They're not, you know, you're not supposed to have any changing of money or any anything of the sort. And he, and he made a plea to them to go to the bank to get as much money as they can to help and give to George Washington. And at the time, George Washington said to this gentleman, how can I repay you? And he said, take care of my people. Mm. Same thing with the World War II. Over half a million Jewish American soldiers fought with the Allies to defend the Constitution and our freedoms. So let's 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 be honest here. If you're anti-Semitic, you're not only anti-Israel and anti-Jew, you're anti-American, anti-Christian, and anti-God. And that's why we, as as God, country, and family-loving Americans, Jews and Christians, must unite. And they must work together to make sure that the Marxists do not remove God from the public square and that mm-hmm. we make sure that we are uh, restoring and preserving our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, everything that Jews and Christians came to this country to, to, from persecution to make sure that their freedoms would never be stolen or or taken from them. Yeah, because then you're living in the world that we're in now here in the U.S., but more so what you're seeing happen in Canada. So I think the having the two of you go uh, one after the other, maybe that's kind of yet another uh, one-two punch look, that people need to hear, um, Michelle. And it's look, just, Michelle, that's how we what got is it gonna started. Take? Look, that's how we got started as well. We were just... Uh, just Jewish American women that saw the election here in the supervisor of elections in Broward County. We saw the attempt to steal the election and we were just ordinary citizens that said enough. And we fought and protested for eight days, morning till evening. And we were able to expose the attempted steal of the election, which empowered us and it empowered our friends and it empowered people around the country that called me. I was on Hannity and they were calling me from Ohio and Michigan and from Texas and Oklahoma and Arizona, sorry, begging us, help, help. They're going to steal our elections as well. This was Mm -hmm. in 2018 and Florida got it right. Because we were just ordinary citizens speaking out and stopping what we what we saw that was going to happen before our very eyes. And so in 2016, just to give you an idea of what how how effective it is as a as grassroots and how powerful you are, everyone listening that must get involved, go to their precincts and and help and, you know, sign up to do to volunteer, because in 2016, the, the Jewish vote for President Trump was 29%. Jexit was founded in 2018. And in 2020, the Jewish vote, along with other Republican Jewish organizations that, that were doing the same work we were doing, the Jewish vote in Florida was 43% for President Trump, wow. while the rest of the country was in the tw- low 20s. And incidentally, Stephen Stern and I both met President Trump and the first thing he said when he saw me was, what is wrong with your people? <laughs> he said, I moved the embassy. I recognized right, the goal. Take? He said, what is wrong? And I, I was so, I was heartbroken to see this man who was the greatest friend to Israel and the Jews and what he has done. And I said to him, but President Trump, 
we we didn't let you down here and we're working so hard for the rest of the country but you know we we did raise the vote here in Florida and it can be done but it has to be done with our Christian brothers and sisters that's how it's going to be done Wow. Give your website, would you, Michelle? And I'm excited to have you come back on. Uh, I'm so thankful that Steve Stern introduced us and that uh, we can support you and your organization as much as possible and get you even uh, connected to some groups here that can help, um, help, help the people that are here that want to, that want to, you know, that want to exit, they exit and exit, exit the insanity, exit the tyranny. And it doesn't even matter if you are, again, this is not left or right people. It's not GOP versus Democrat. Literally it's elected elite versus we, the people. And once you figure that out, the light bulb goes on and you just go, Oh, now I understand what they've been talking about. That crazy lady on the radio. Yes. It has nothing to do with left or right. It's really, it's, it's us versus them. And you don't believe me. Listen to what Brian was talking about in uh, Canada, He's sitting yeah. in a truck, literally in 20 degrees below zero, uh, figure it out. Cause it's coming here. Um, Michelle, give the website, would you? It, it's exactly. And I wanted to say it's about unity. And it's about sharing your testimonials. It's about using your voice for good because we are in a spiritual battle of good versus evil and the enemy wants division. We have to unite. We absolutely have to unite. And that's how we will get back our freedom that's at stake. And the website is Jexit, J-E-X-I-T-U-S-A dot org. And uh, we'd love to hear from people and we would love to work with all organizations of like-minded people because together as our hashtag with our organization is together we are stronger yeah that's how that's how this is all going to work thank you michelle for coming on we'll talk to you next month and we'll you and i will talk off air and we'll get some some uh, more of the the movement going so i can introduce you to some other groups so we can bring all these groups together that's what our save my freedom movement is all about getting all these groups working together all these people working together like minds and again, um, reminder, don't, uh, as Jim said earlier, don't be supporting the big boxers. Don't be, uh, you know, watch where you spend your money. I mentioned that. Uh, oh, I don't know. Every show. Thank you, Michelle. Um, and I'll, Thank I will you talk so to you so much. Soon. Yeah. You're doing great work. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Again, as she said, it's all about your voices and having them be heard and sharing your stories and getting in the game and taking action people in your business, your life, and your community. Hashtag save my freedom. Go over to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Join the Save My Freedom movement. Become a part of all of this with all these groups, all these great people and, and, and influencers and nonprofit groups and regular groups that aren't nonprofits that are doing amazing things and small businesses and entrepreneurs and just regular purpose-driven people who have had it that don't want to live in the world that we're living in and we don't have to. Again, we're motivating the masses to get off their asses, and that's what I, but we need you to be involved, right? We need to be involved, because if you don't get involved with any of the groups, it doesn't have to be the ones that we have as part of our, as part of our patriotic purpose-driven resource platform, or the people that have shows that come on our show, or anybody that comes on here. I mean, we've got 330 partners on this show, 782 live segments, incredible information, resources, literally to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. Become a precinct committee man, join some of these organizations, some of these groups, follow them, literally start there, everything home about us.com and it lists everything in the take action menu of what you need and um, even products and services from good people doing good business and good things. 
All this is to help you. All this is to, to get you connected with each other, but you got to step up. You got to stand up and you got to speak up and you got to get in the game. Otherwise, I said, you know, you've got, you're the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022 in your personal and your professional and your community life. And if you don't do that, you don't get the right to complain. You don't get the right to be pissed off because you're not doing anything. Again, you got to step into the game and we're giving you the platform to gather with the people, but it just needs you to show up. That's it. Just show up. You don't have to pay anything, right? And even if you can't participate at the level we want you to, which is, oh my God, promoting yourself, <laughs> promoting your business, promoting your group, promoting events, gathering other like-minded people. And um, again, just showing up. But uh, you know, I'm providing the platform, providing the resources, providing the show, providing the microphone for you, providing the networking, the collaborating, but I just need you to show up and then tell your friends, right? Show up and share. That's what we want you to do. Show up and share. And we're, we're bringing everybody together. All right. I am way off today when it comes to the timing. Um, I can thank Brian. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for, thank you for taking my timing off. But anyway, Go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Um, follow us on all the social medias. Follow us on the Rumble, which is what we're doing, the live streaming. There's multiple live streaming, but that's the one that's the least amount of censorship. You know I can't do anything on Facebook. I can't even post links. Um, and then the episode we did last Monday with um, uh, I'll be out to the Church of Satan that's coming here this week. February 11th through the 13th. You might want to listen to that episode at 289. I just posted that one because they took down uh, on YouTube. They, they took down 280, 288. 288 was the main show. They took it down like with the next day, which is very concerning because usually it takes them a couple days to a week to take down the YouTube shows that I forget to delete myself. And they came again. Like, but they came really quick. So it makes me think something's up. Why do you think that all of a sudden now there's all this talk and censorship about Joe Rogan when all of those interviews, those interviews, don't forget the interview with Malone that started this was at the end, it was December 30th. And then all of a sudden now it's resurfacing again. I'm telling you, and I mentioned this to some people, I know when they're, they're really going to start pushing on things as to when they take down certain episodes of mine, because Spotify is the only one that actually takes them down directly from the uh, podcast players, right? Because I've had about five taken down. Um, they haven't taken one down in a while, but then YouTube, literally a couple days to a week is usually how long it takes for them to t give you a strike. And it happened within less than 24 hours. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the scurrying again with the Joe Rogan and the conspiracy and the misinformation. None of that's misinformation. But anyway, um, all right, I, I need to get back on track here. But again, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. Follow us on the social media. And it's not really following. It's joining the community, right? You're not following, but that's just how these things work. Because, of course, they want you to follow, right? Isn't that what these guys do? They, they encourage following, not community. And they just trick you. Right there. That's what they do. Um, all right, let me get back on track here. And, and Pamela and Lawrence are coming back on again in the future. So even though we're kind of all over the place right now with the lineup because of what's been talked about, um, doesn't mean that they're not coming back uh, because they're partners on the platform. So let me do this. I'm going to bring on Pamela Carter. She is running for the city of uh, city Scottsdale city council because she's going to rescue it from uh, what I call the current elected elite, a fake Democrat, fake independence, Democrat demons and the real rhinos. And she wants us to grow smart while maintaining the character that makes Scottsdale a great place to live, work, and raise a family. Not so much right now, but we need to get back there. So, audience, <laughs> big round of applause for Pamela. 
Pamela, thank you for your patience today. It's uh, there's been stuff oh, thrown at me today that I didn't expect. So it's just uh, normally oh. I'm I, I'm, uh, I'm I'm a tighter on my ship running. It's just yet yeah, you know what when certain people have certain things and it's timely for what's going on, especially how uh, what's going on in the world today and in this country. I just you know I I need to let them talk because if it can penetrate to the right ears and then the people kind of understand and then they actually take action then that's that's what absolutely. this is all about absolutely absolutely and i so about. enjoyed the the uh, interview with the truckers and um the jews um exiting the democrat party i worked i was on staff with the presidential campaign i was the faith director for the state of arizona for president trump so i know i know i know the frustration of uh, voter integrity and how that was so violated in the 2020 election. And uh, so I've been just wanting to do something. And I felt the Lord, I love Scottsdale. I grew up here. I'm a native Arizonan and I love my city. So I I felt like the Holy Spirit was calling me into uh, the battle and uh for you know for the city of scottsdale michelle and you know in the bible how god called joshua and caleb to take possession of the promised land and uh he said go in but take it city by city and i think there is a strategy of the lord there um Hmm. when the spies yeah the spies went out uh you know 10 came back and said there are giants in the land, and what are we facing now? The giants, which we're facing the, the Goliaths in our day and age. But what did Joshua and Caleb said when they came back? Uh, it's Numbers 13:30. He said, "Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able." Hmm. I just decree and declare over our cities in America. We've got to take our cities back. And the city council and the school boards are literally control your lives. It's about everyday life in in America, and we don't realize how powerful it's in um, Scottsdale. Seven people decide the fate of Ugh. your city. Seven yeah. people. And, and, it has, and uh, let me give you an Scottsdale example. It's become liberal. It's, be- it's yeah. turning liberal. It's coming into the swamp, you know, and... I, I feel the Lord called me to do this or I wouldn't be doing it because I already know what it takes after being on the campaign with President Trump. I know the warfare, the spiritual battle, and I loved what um, your guest, Michelle, said about the battle. And look, Michelle, what happened in Nazi Germany, how mm-hmm. Hitler came in and here the mask and the forced vaccines and yeah, all of it's the same. It is about taking over our children, our bodies, our minds, mind control. You were talking about that earlier, about how Mm -hmm. you're being censored. And, you know, we've got to do something. And I feel like it does start on the local level. Get involved. Get involved. Passion and action. And so I love what the truckers are doing in Canada. I love what Michelle is doing with Jack. uh, her her Jexit USA, mm-hmm. and we have to jump in. We've got to do. We all do one part. Then 
as a whole, Michelle, you're doing your part. You're a voice. I want to be a voice for my city, and then I want to go on to the nation. You know, so uh, I was in media for many years, uh, Christian media. That was my background. And I know the, the power of the messaging, and I know the power of preaching that gospel and seeing people's lives changed, you know, and it's changed from the heart level up right? We see, we understand, we have a revelation of the truth, and then we live it by the power of, a, of the Holy Spirit, not, not in our own strength. I can do nothing apart from him, apart from Jesus. I can do nothing, let me tell you. So, well, you know, it's important at this point in the show. game, Pamela, to have people that are running for office, and I don't care if it is the... You know, the, the bottom of the barrel, right? If you want to call them the bottom of the totem pole, whatever you want to call it. And, or even if you're running for PTA, right? You're running, <laughs> running for like right, a homeroom right. rep for the parents. Exactly. It, it is important to have everybody have some concrete faith-based um, foundation to what right. their beliefs are, and, and but a real one, not ones that use right. it for the campaign or they'll throw right. out the word Christian because, it sounds kind of trendy and you know, you you gotta watch when you have somebody that jumps on like the Christian bandwagon and they start throwing out like a proverb. I see it all the time or the conservative bandwagon when they think that'll win them the election. And, and I was just in a meeting with Hispanic pastors. It was so powerful to see the Hispanics that came together to pray for this chief of police of Scottsdale I was in that meeting, and the chief of police welcomed the prayer, and he asked us for help from the Christian oh. community. He, he asked us for help, Jeff Walter, and I want to give him a, a shout-out. This morning, he said homicides are up in Scottsdale, a very pristine city, never had this kind of violence before. They're coming over from the border, so we think, oh, it's not going to touch us. Well, we have 300 Afghan refugees, oh, and the now hotel. they want to, uh, yeah. yeah, in a hotel. Yeah. We've got panhandlers on yeah. the street. Yeah. Um, we've got, uh, and he was saying how the, the violence, an 11-year-old child was just murdered. Homicides are up oh, in Scottsdale. This is, yeah. and sex trafficking. All yeah. of it, Michelle. Well, this it's, is coming it's, to and, and, a city near you if you we it, don't stand up now. Right? Yeah, it's and you know, know every fighting, town, fighting, fighting. Pamela. Yep. Every town is a border town at this point because our borders have been wide open for over a year, and the hotels yep. in Arizona have been wide open where they're doing the turnstile illegal immigrants. No, sorry, strike that illegal aliens coming in and then dispersing them <laughs> since the spring of of right. last year, and then of course that's when we found out about Scottsdale, which is literally the ten, not even ten minutes down the street from my house. Um, and it, and it, it's real. We've and been talking about it. the Satanists coming in to our. City. They'll be here on. They'll be here on Friday. Here. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The Church of Satan. Uh, yeah. Will be yep. here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the yep. 11th through the 13th, yep. having their first annual right. convention with a bunch of Satanists and, and orgies and Michelle. trafficking. And that's at the Suora Hotel. And I'm going to say it real quick, and then right. I'll, I'll let you give your website. Please do. Um, I did an I, on the episode that I did with Lucy DeGrazio, who's organizing a group of 
of prayer warriors to go down there, not protest, yes. but to actually pray at the hotel. Yes. You can go listen to the episode, the, the, the links for their uh, Facebook page and the links for their Telegram page. You can find out information. They're going to be down there from 12 to 5 in front of the Saguaro Hotel. Um, you can listen to episode 289. I just did it yesterday and posted it separately. So go to 289 on your favorite podcast mm-hmm. player. You can follow us on Rumble and all that information is everything home about us.com. Listen to that and then show up, people. Show up if you can uh, because that's here, right there in Old Town. Yep. And um, violence is up as well, Michelle. And it's yeah. uh, our, the chief of police here was talking about how they the police force is is concerned. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we need it's to, a year like, too late. We need to. It's a, yeah, it's a year too late. Oh, but I'll know. give them credit for jumping on. The, I know. The, the, well, on board. They're seeing it now, right? Yeah, just taking a little, little too late. Um, Pamela, we're going to have you back on because yeah. we want to make sure that okay. your message is getting out. Um, but go ahead and give your website so people know how to learn more about you. Okay. It's PamelaCarter.com. And you can go there to donate, sign my petition to get me on the ballot. And um, I really appreciate prayers, support, and uh, just you know, that we've got to take back our cities. And so PamelaCarter.com, every can, um, you know, sign my petition. I need a 1,000 signatures before April 4th to get on the ballot. So any volunteering as well, you can email me at Pamela at PamelaCarter.com as well and to become a volunteer. So I appreciate you having me on, Michelle. You're welcome. One quick question. The the the, pro, the the verse from the Bible that had said, take it city by city, what was that? I, I wrote 1330, but who, what's the, well, that I don't know the is right terminology. Caleb, who, who, uh, Caleb. Yeah. okay. So Caleb 1330. <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, Again, Joshua, well, if you go to Joshua, Joshua 1, uh, but this particular scripture, we are well able. That's my battle cry. We are well we are. able Okay, so 1330. And if you, once you start listening to the show, if you've listened to past episodes, you'll know that the the faith in the Bible is not my, uh, I'm not good at referencing the scriptures from the Bible. So bear with me with my kindergarten questions. And I don't necessarily have the right terminology, but but I'm I'm just, I'm learning, I'm trying, I'm showing up. That's that's what I'm trying to do. So uh, I'm definitely a scholar. In that, <laughs> but I'm I'm fine. Well, I've studied the word for, for many years, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate. You know, I've studied it in the original languages, and yeah, I, so I, I, I love I the know. scriptures. Yeah, I love the yeah. scriptures. But thank you, Michelle. You're thank welcome. you for jumping in the fight. We all right. I am there. I'm there with you, and we will help you out as okay. as we can. So thank you, Pamela. And uh, I got a bump. I'm way behind. All right. So what I'm going to okay. do is I'm going to add right. Pamela. Yep. Thank you, my friend. I'm going to add Pamela to our politician page that we're going to add, add on. It's all America first candidates. And then we're going to have locals and nationwide people. Um, I'm running way behind. It's 106. Um, so uh, Kelly, if you're in the queue, just bear with me here. I got to bring on, I got to bring on Lawrence. Um, oh my God, it's 106. This is what happens when they throw great quality content at me like a surprise. I didn't expect Brian, the truck driver in Ottawa start going down that lane. Um, but anyway, my next guest is Lawrence Johnson. He's a published writer, minister, and founder of One Urban Voice, a grassroots organization designed to give a voice to the voiceless and challenge the miseducation of America. Huh. That's an uphill battle. That's a lot of the country. 
currently works closely with Arizona pro-life activist group. Audience, big round of applause for our new friend, a new partner, Lawrence Johnson. Lawrence, thank you for your patience today. Kind of uh, a little off the rails on the show, but thank you. How are you? Yeah, that's okay. I'm good. Thank you. Well, and the thing that's interesting is that uh, you're all – you're all uh, talking about similar things, but in your own niche, but you all overlap on what your passion is, what your take action is, and what you're trying to do to help this country. And, and a bunch of you are all in Arizona, which you all need to be friends with each other. So that's a good thing, too. You definitely right. all need to right. be working with one another, especially because Kelly Cooper, who's coming up next, he's running for Congress, uh, is trying to take out uh, Stanton, Greg Stanton there in Phoenix. I'm sure you are not a fan of oh, his. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we all, like, again, we, we need to join together, uni, unify the like-minded people, especially here in Arizona. So we've got we've to turn this ship around. Um, so tell us real quick a little bit about uh, you and the organization and then what you want to share today. We'll just jump in there real quick. Okay. Uh, I'm the founder of, again, as you said, One Urban Voice. Um, it is an organization designed to, uh, bring a voice to those things that that are going on in particular communities. It doesn't have to be uh, necessarily a black community, but those things that are going on in the community that you think that aren't being addressed. Now, first, from a personal standpoint, I address issues that generally go on in the black community that people like me don't address, even though they adversely affect people like me. And that's important. I mean, Again, as I keep reiterating, for literally a, well over a year, it's not about left or right anymore. It's tyrannical elected elites and positions of leadership, positions of power against we the, we the people who want to follow the Constitution and our God-given rights. And it's not about color, right? Isn't that, isn't that what the, you know, that guy, Martin Luther King, didn't he say something along the lines of, it's not about the color of your skin, but the content of your character. But the narrative pushed by the people in power now is it's all about uh, equity or equality. I get confused because they change it all the time. And it is about the color of your well, skin. Well, you know, I mean, uh, what uh, happened? unfortunately, it, it really, it's really the, the, the communities, actually, um, um, to be quite honest. Uh, we are, when it comes to the black community, we are, we are our own worst enemy. Explain the things, that. The things because, that are going on uh, are the, the things that we continue to push. Exactly. So is it? Let me let me ask this. So I know that there's a lot more in, in general. Well, what they say, right? Depending on who you're listening to, they say there's, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of the black community that is really turning more conservative in their values. Um, which to me is more just common sense because if you just look and and, and this has nothing to do with GOP or Republican member that people, I don't care about that. If you have an R next to your name, I'm assuming you're a rhino until you prove me different that that's not what you stand for. Okay. Cause you're not traditional in what's going on. So R means rhino to me and you got to prove yourself. Right. So with that being said in the black community, uh, is it more so that it's just the messaging that is coming out from the people, the talking heads, the real loud ones, or do they really, in general, the community feel that that they have the same values, share the values of these lunatics on, on and I have to say left or right so people can understand what we're talking about, left or the Democrats, which is not helpful to them. I mean, they, all, they love suppression of people. They want to keep you down because then they feel that you need them 
in order to keep them in power because they're doing you a favor. They're really not. Well, that's the odd thing, and uh, you'll find, and you and I will probably talk many more times. You'll find yeah. that I stand apart from the from the from most of these groups that say they promote what I'm talking about. I stand apart from them because the truth is, uh, the black community um, hardly ever, to any degree, lines up with the Democratic Party. Well, what they what do so the, is the, the Democratic Party pushes these things. They push the narratives. And the part and and the the community goes along with the narrative because of the stuff that they get from the politicians in order to sell their um, allegiance. The stuff they get from the you mean financial the compensation. Get, the stuff they get. Or like the financial the compensations. Okay. Right. The, right. Exactly. All that stuff. The goodies. The 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 full representation, which you really get none. I mean, in the early alive. 70s, there were maybe a thousand uh, politicians, councilmen, congressmen, local politicians, and now there are several thousands, and we've had a seat at the table. So we can't say, black communities can't say that we don't have a seat at the table because they're lying to you when they say that. They don't, it's not that they don't have a seat at the table. They own the damn table, so they can't say that. Right. But they have to be honest about themselves and say the reason why we don't have what we should have because of what we do to ourselves. We have done more damage to to our community as a whole than slavery ever did. In fact, what's not very well known is Planned Parenthood is off was off and running in 1940 when three members of the NAACP helped Margaret Sanger push what it was called the Black when they were called the Negro Project. Mm. I didn't know that, and I've heard lots of stories about uh, the true intentions. Uh, Margaret Sanger, which is actually to eliminate brown and black people, right? And then in New York City, well, we know Margaret Sanger more... had a lot of help from the black community. She was oh, Margaret yeah. Sanger. Margaret Sanger was a genius, and you can't call her crazy. You can't call Hillary crazy. No, no, crazy no, no. They're all they're all geniuses. geniuses. They're all geniuses. Exactly. But just so what evil. Margaret Sanger did, right, right, exactly, exactly. What Margaret Sanger did is she took legs of the black community, three of the strongest legs that are still pushing the narrative today. She took Adam Clayton Powell Jr., who was a preacher. She took the Mary Claude Bethune, which was a teacher, and she took W.E.B. Du Bois, which was a politician. And she took those three, those three people are very well known and prominent in the black community. They're, they're nationally known, internationally known people. These are the founding members of the NAACP. And in 1940, mm. they collaborated with Margaret Sanger to, uh, to push the Negro Project again. That was before they called it Planned Parenthood, and, of course, before that was called the Birth Control Review. So the damage was the, – the, the fix was in many, many years ago. So when people say they don't know it's because they don't do their homework, because you can find this stuff with the Google search. Now I've read books in the meantime, but you can find this stuff with a Google search. So when they say that they don't under, that they're lining up with this group or they believe what they say, they don't, because they really have no idea what they're talking about. I never heard that story, and I've heard a lot of people talk about uh, different aspects of who she was and what she did and behind the scenes. I never heard that. That's fascinating. Lawrence, I'm excited that you are now a partner on our platform. We're going to have you back on. Um, I've got to jump into the queue, but I, I want you to take a listen. If you have time, listen to Kelly Cooper. He um, He's running for Congress here in Arizona. It's somebody that you need to reach out to and start working with because you guys are on the same page. So give your website so people can uh, learn more about the organization and yourself. And then, of course, you're going to be on next month. Sure, sure. Uh, OneUrbanVoice.org. Um, that's OneUrbanVoice.org. There's also an app 
on the Google oh. Play Store and the iPhone Apple Store. There's an app on on both of those now for that. Oh, awesome! Good for you guys. Way to go! Um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a pretty good accomplishment. Well, right now, I'm, right, right now, I'm kind of like I'm, I'm a majority one right now. You're a majority one. <laughs> you sound like me. I'm a majority one. I do all the work. I promote it all. So that's all right. That's what we got to do, man, friend. And then, and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll get more bodies involved. But you got to start somewhere, and that's encouragement. See, you can get. You got to do something. You know, I don't want to say do something because it gives you a little squirrely out. You got to take action, and you can do similar things that just like Lawrence did. You got to do it yourself for a little while, and then it kind of grows, and then it catches on. And but you know, you make it real. You said you said simply how it should be. Uh, you should do if you go if you if you are upset or you're concerned about the community, do something. Yeah. No, take action. I, I took the do something out because then it, it makes you go, okay, well, I, uh, I woke up today. Ah, that doesn't count as a do something. Nice try. Nice try. So I want something. I want to use <laughs> I, want you, <laughs> I'm let, I don't want I I normal like excuses. So they, I don't want people to have an, an excuse to squirrely out on me. So take action. So you can't say, oh. So if you say, oh, I got up today. And you're like, that doesn't count as taking action. You're like, no, nah, you're kind of right. Okay, so good. Yeah, so we're going to take action. So, uh, Lawrence, thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you next month, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, interesting story. I'm telling you, I am getting so much out of this show today. I hope you guys that are listening to this show get as much out of it as I do, because I'm taking notes like a fiend. As again, I always tell you to grab your pen and paper, uh, and you, you listen to these segments a couple times. You get more information each time, and then please share them with your friends and family. Everything home about us.com and uh, new websites under construction, right? It's going to be so easy to find all these groups, these businesses, and we're going to put the politician page, you know, the America First non-rhino page of people that you need to pay attention to, and then that way you can easily find them. Speaking of, I've got one right here in the hopper, Kelly Cooper, and I appreciate his patience as today's show did go off the rails time-wise. See what happens when you throw in a Canadian trucker sitting in 20-degree below weather in his truck in Ottawa giving you a play-by-play. You get a little emotional, and you need the message to be uh, heard by the masses. And then the show goes off the rails when it comes to time. Joe, um, we've got another great, outstanding Arizonian who is jumping into the mix and taking action. Kelly Cooper, he's a dedicated husband and father, a small businessman. Oh, thank God for that a community leader, a United States Marine Corps veteran, and he's running for Congressional District 4 to save Arizona and America. And he has successfully owned and operated multiple restaurants in the Valley, all of the melting pots, and which, oh my God, I haven't been in a while, but that's great food. And BKB's Backyard Grill in Chandler, and he's committed to fighting for American freedom. Some people say it, he actually means it. Kelly will fight for the economy, border security, election integrity, which I call election from prevention election fraud prevention, <laughs> education, veteran affairs, and stopping government out overreach, outreach, overreach, all of the, out, all of the reachings, right? Um, he's also the founder and chairman of the Maricopa County Republicans Veteran Committee and will bring his keen business acumen and strong conservative Christian values to Washington, D.C., you know, the swampy swamp, the dumpster fire that is running this country into the ground. Audience, a big Round of applause for a country-loving and serving, freedom and faith-fighting, D.C. swamp-slaying, 
business lead and community collaborating patriotic candidate for Congress and valued a veteran. <laughs> Kelly Cooper, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate your patience. As I said earlier, we had a couple of pop-in guests live from Ottawa, uh, the truckers, and I just could not believe well, I tell you the what, things that he was sharing. That movement, so. that, that movement is something that we have to give voice to. So I'm happy to, I'm happy to wait whatever time it takes to make sure that those voices are heard. Well, I, I appreciate that. And then a couple of the other people that have come on, they're all in the fight with you. They're, some of them are even here, so I hope that you can connect with them, and I, I'd be more than happy to do that. Maybe you can just pick up the phone and call, talk to them on your own because they're your peeps too. I mean, you're here in, in Arizona, a successful businessman, and I, mm-hmm. always, <laughs> I always wonder, you know, what is the wife's, what is the wife's face and her response when you're saying, hey, honey, I'm going to kind of, take a backseat to everything that, you know, we're used to doing and, uh, you know, the cash flow that's coming in and uh, the lifestyle we have. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a pay cut and I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of turn everything upside down. I'm going to be gone a lot. I'm going to get a lot of heat and um, I'm going to go do that. So what do you think? And I'm always like, oh, my God, what does the wife do? <laughs> How does that conversation? That's the fly on the wall I want to be a, a part of. So. Uh, what what put you over the edge and said, you know what, I, I, I can't listen to this anymore. I can't do it. I can't let it happen anymore, not on my watch. Uh, well, you know, I, I'll give you the, the short story. So you've already kind of gone through all my background. Uh, I, I grew up going to Ovanas and uh, went on to the Marines and then, you know, opened restaurants and worked my way up in that business. And honestly, I became an owner through Sweat Equity. So I spent the time and energy to – work in those businesses until I got some ownership out of it and then partly got into more and, and expanded and opened another concept with my business partners. And I'm at the beginning of this pandemic and I've been kind of messing around with the idea, uh, watching politicians not do what they need to be doing. And, you know, I'm sort of, I'm in that, oh my God, I, I, somebody needs to do something, but I want to open another restaurant and I want to kind of expand this foundation a little bit. And when the pandemic happened at the very beginning and we didn't know what was going on and Doug Ducey shut down all the restaurants, uh, and by the way, uh, you know, Walmart's still in business, but all these small businesses mm-hmm. are being crippled, right? McDonald's, yeah. So I'm sitting at, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting in my restaurant, laid off all my staff, it's Chef and I, and we're doing to-go orders. Uh, him and I are cooking, him and I are bagging food and taking it out and, and handing it out to people. And I went through the experience of standing in the Walmart line waiting for toilet paper to get rolled out, and I realized that all these restaurants are closed, and my paper company is not doing any business. And I called them, and they've got cases of toilet paper just sitting around not being used. So I bought a few and started giving it out with to-go orders. You know, it's, how's everything going? Are you finding enough <laughs> toilet paper? Here's, take a couple rolls home with you, right? And yeah. at the time, it was sort of community relation. It was, you know, this is, this is my family. This is my community. Let's, let's see what we can do to help people out. Then I went home that night, and I look at my first and, first and second grade kid. They're in, in charter school here. And I said, the government's literally crippling my ability to be successful and grow these businesses. Mm-hmm. And 20 years from now, when I want to let these kids take them over and, you know, show them the business and teach them how to function and, and run an organization, I may not even have a business to pass on. 
And there's not a politician in this race that has signed any number of paychecks. I mean, I write mm-hmm. 75 to 100 every two weeks. There's nobody in my primary that can say anything close to that. There's nobody in my primary that can say that they built businesses from the ground up that, that employ, you know, over 1,000 uh, employees in, in Arizona in the time that I've been here. And so I said, I, I don't think I have another choice. I think this is a calling. And, you know, my wife, Erin, wasn't super excited, but she's very supportive. And she said, if this is what you believe that we need to do, and I can see it too, then let's do it. And so here we are. Uh, you know, Marine Corps background, I've been all over the world. Uh, I own two restaurants in this district and three restaurants in the state now. And you can't help but see the struggle uh, and what's going to be coming even more when you're looking at uh, inflation rates. Uh, you know, I can pull out numbers from there's not a product that we buy that's under 40% over cost that we paid last year. I mean, red onions, 87 Wow. Wow. It's unbelievable what we've done. And I, I won't go as far as to say it's planned this way, but it's, mm-hmm. no, it is. it's been by ignorant it. design. It's, yeah. it's been by ignorant design that we've manipulated energy policy and uh, employment. Uh, so, you know, the supply of employees out there uh, through mandate and fiat and fear uh, and you see it in, in the truckers. You know, how many truckers retired when they told them they had to get vaccines? And that trickles through the economy, and suddenly it becomes runaway inflation, hyperinflation. And hyperinflation is followed up by depression or recession, right? Mm-hmm. So when we have these people that, that don't understand or by ignorant design created the scenario that we're in today, how can we expect anything less than what they're going to do right behind it? And Greg Stanton has been nothing but a rubber stamp for Nancy Pelosi in a, on a rate of about 99%. And he's so out of touch with all of us, he doesn't live in our district, and he's voting by proxy from his boat. Oh, I didn't know that. So he doesn't live in the district that he well, represents. Not now. Not after the redistricting. He's well, actually, I think he has can... to cross over a district. And he's going to still stay in this one. He's not going to change because he thinks he can still win this one rather than changing to the one he actually lives in. Or he'll just buy another house because well, he has it, some money. Well, but for him and most of these politicians, it's not about the people that they're trying to represent and support and serve. It's about their own egos. Exactly my point. I think it's important for people to know that. And if you're – Regardless of where you live, whether it is in uh, wherever the city is or the area, the state, if your politician, the elected elite that's running for office, does not live there, they should automatically, in your uh, in your opinion, right, in, or in your, in your your judgment, they're not qualified to be your elected elite. So automatically gone, just like um, <laughs> Doctor Oz. He doesn't live in Pennsylvania, people. He doesn't live there. That is a perfect example. <laughs> Don't vote for the guy, right? He, he, you want to talk about charlatan. Right. But again, here in Arizona, if Stanton yeah. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't live there, automatically, that is your big red flag. Eh, next. Because and that's not even including anything else that these people stand for or what they have voted for or how badly they want to destroy the go. country. So, um, you know, it, it, mm-hmm. it is almost like a re-education process. And again, I, 
I keep saying it's time for all of us to reposition our reality. Everything that we've been told almost is a lie. The people that you thought were Mm -hmm. on your side, they're not. So it's time to find a new batch of people that actually are on your side, that are going to tell you the truth, that live in your district that you live in, that are going to represent you. Like Kelly Cooper here. Well, that's how. uh, Right? And that's what it needs to be. That's how it came. Go ahead. That's how it came for me is exactly what you said. They're not representing you. They don't, they don't see. They don't care. I'm building a None campaign based on service for a better America. And it's people over politics. And it's, it's actually listening to people. I'm, I spent all afternoon this morning and the last week calling around people and building my coalition of, you know, healthcare workers, teachers, military, police, small business owners. We're going to have a weekly town hall where people can come and do a meet and greet all over the district, all the different restaurants that I, I know the owners of, and we're going to sit down and we're going to have people do Q&As, and they're going to get to know who I am and understand what I'm all about. And at the end of that, I can't imagine that you choose what's been happening versus what's going to happen. I don't hear any politician getting up today and saying, here are the answers. Right. They're all saying... The, the same talking points. And I, I can give you the answers. I mean, they're not simple, uh, but they're, they're there. And we just need to buckle down and do them. I love that you're having meet and greets. I've, I've been saying that for years, but I never understood. I said, you know, these politicians, they, they come out, or the candidates, they come out when it's time to run. You never heard from like a peep out of them up until that point. They rely on, oh, <laughs> give, me, give me a donation so I could run because here's what I'm going to do when I get there. But and then they're thinking, well, instead of actually getting involved in the community, rolling up the sleeves, having conversations, actually maybe putting, going to a rally, putting some war paint on, which is poster paint from the posters, right, because you went to a rally, <laughs> they're relying on commercials. So they want – you to give your money that you busted your rear end to get so they can put uh, money into commercials, spend a million dollars in commercials rather than doing the real heavy lifting hard work of actually talking to the community and getting to know what the issues are and what their concerns are because they think that they just go ahead and pop a commercial on and then they should win. And the fact that you just said that you're going to do a meet and greet, which I've been wondering where are the real candidates that are going to do that type of a model. um, I'm glad that you just, shared that and showed up. So, yeah, no, uh, it, it, it will be every Wednesday afternoon, every Wednesday God. from now until awesome. election day. Yeah. And that's what needs to be done because that's what the whole point of is, con- is having the conversation. So people can tell you what they're basically pissed about and maybe a few things that they like, which you right. can't imagine there's a lot. And then you uh, can do what you can now. And if, and, the, and then if not, you put a plan together and let them know that you're what you're going to, do your best to fix when you get there. Um, so uh, do you still have the melting pot here in Scottsdale? Is it still uh, the one on Hayden? Is it still over there? No. Uh, we opened that in 97, and after a oh, like a 10-year lease, um, we uh, right before the pandemic, uh, the new landlord in that complex wanted lunch and dinner only, and um, to their right took advantage of uh, – the at-market rate option in, in the lease and uh, wanted a 40% increase. And, oh, geez. you know, at the time, I'm, I'm, sure, they, I'm sure they believed that, that that was going to be the going rate. Um, so, you know, we, we closed that unit. Uh, we still have one in Ahwatukee and one in Glendale. And, okay, uh, you know, then the pandemic happened. So I'm sure that, I'm sure that the value of the property isn't quite the same as it was. But 
Well, that's interesting. You know, again, that's a perfect example of uh, greed over kind of, uh, I don't know, common sense. And uh, uh, then all of a sudden the pandemic, quote unquote, pandemic hits and restaurants are out of business. Hmm. Interesting. What goes around comes around. Karma, right? Isn't that the karma there, Kelly? Uh, but I encourage you yeah, to come yeah, to Yeah, there's a little plug for the melting pot. I haven't been in years, but it was uh, it was un- unbelievable and amazing. And that uh, it's dipping. You dip. Well, you do you. the dipping. <laughs> it's so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, what else do you want to share about what you're doing or anything else in the community? Um, that you think is relevant, how you want people to get engaged and really get involved for taking action. And of course, obviously I want you to promote your website, but is there other key things that you want to bring up? Oh God, there's, there's tons. I mean, this really is a grassroots movement. It's a, a grassroots um, campaign and we're building it on the principle of being local. And so Get on your calendars, get on your computers, find out where all these events are and be there. Um, you can't represent and you can't be represented unless you show up. Mm-hmm. Show up to vote because it matters. Show up to make your voices heard because it matters. Show up to be the people in this district and all of the rest of them that say what's been happening is no longer okay and it never was. And we're here to say that we want something better because we're sending you there Federal government has no money, and you have no power unless we give it to you. And we no longer give it to people that don't represent us. My website is kellycooperarizona.com. If you go on there, you can find out all that I'm about. You can email me from there or kelly at kellycooperarizona.com. Uh, we'll have a calendar up there once we get these um, meet and greets scheduled. Um, I do find myself at all the Republican Women's Club meetings in the district. I go to all the LD meetings in the district. I'm a PC in the district. Mm, Uh, And if you're there, if you're on the website, you can sign up to catch emails. You can sign up to volunteer. If you're so inclined, uh, $10 donations or as much as you can. But everybody go to the website, put in a $10 donation, uh, and we'll, we'll make this campaign work for all of us, and uh, we'll be out there. Like I said, my, my grassroots movement is built on, you know, supporting the police, supporting the military, supporting small business. Uh, you, you saw it through the pandemic, and I promise you, you'll see this for the next six to eight months. Your government officials will work hard to hide all of the things that they did for the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. They will make it look like with Band-Aids and Sobs and they'll, they'll try to make it all sweet and sugary. Like, none of it happened. Don't forget what they did to you. Don't forget how they treated us. They're going to try to hide it. Yeah, and then with that being said, there's not one person. I mean, I, I would, well, there's one or two people that actually, maybe three overall, and I'm talking all of this local and the state and nationwide and federal positions that we're actually pushing back. Everybody else needs to go. Literally, they need to go because it will happen again. And that's their values. That's what they stand for. There's very few. There's very Mm -hmm. few. We've had one, we've had one of them on the show, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She was one of those that was standing up. Uh, and, And even some of them didn't, as far as I'm concerned, stand up enough. But you know what? We'll give them a little bit of a hall pass because we still got to have somebody in there that's on our side. 
But as far as everybody else, they need to go. They need to go because it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep, like you said, it's going to keep happening. And there's no reason that they're there. They literally provide no value. There's no value to you, but you hurt you, harm you, um, and, uh, and do more even nefarious things. What, PC, what, uh, what district are you in for precinct committee mode? Telling. Uh, you so, know the new one? Well, it's, all the lines are being redrawn. I was in 17. I was in 12. Uh, so you are 17 now you're 12 and then I'm, I'm an, I'm in, uh, I was 23. Now I'm, uh, three, I'm three now. And then CD4, explain okay. where that is. So people know, because I know that they just redid all of that too. Sure. Yeah. And I get a lot of people that are confused by it. And honestly, the secretary of state has completely botched everything yeah. related to the website and the equal and all of the rest of it such a train wreck and she wants to be our governor right um my district is awatuki and then it goes up and takes almost all of tempe over through chandler and then at mcqueen um south of the 60 i believe is district five and north of the 60 all the way out to the 202 loop is four so if you were in nine phoenix the city of you know, Phoenix proper got dropped. Iwatuki stayed in, and we picked up Mesa north of the 60 after the 202. A lot of the rest of it stayed the same. So my melting pot in Iwatuki is in district. Uh, my melting pot at uh, Pecos and McQueen, BKD's, or my BKD's backyard joint is down there. And we do PC mixers the first Monday of the month there. Uh, but anybody that's interested in conservatism and uh, the principles of the Republican Party can come out because it really is. It's about a social mixer. It's a little more fun than the PC meeting. Sometimes those are a lot of just informational, uh, and mm-hmm. these are meant to be sort of social, where people come and gather. You know, I, I feel and like what, I didn't give you a lot of information about specific things, uh, but if you come to these meeting groups, we can talk about China and Afghanistan, uh, the Ukraine. We can talk about immigrations and border security. Um, we can talk about the narco state or how China's running fentanyl through our southern borders, trying to kill all of our kids, or education and how uh, there's been decades of uh, softening of our stances so that we'd be more accepting of communistic principles and how we need to get more people on the school board that redirects that back. And there's, there's a lot in my platform that's really about redirecting us to conservative values. And it's become more and more obvious that we need it. So, well, and you know, as far as the specifics, no, 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 no. The thing is, is as far as going through those specifics, those are all things that uh, we refer to on this show and the platform and most of our guests as just common sense. Those are just, that's called normal, right? Being, <laughs> being in support of the solution for that's just called, hey, that's the way it was or should be. So it's like, right, oh, I, right. I'm, I'm, I, I want people to just get their arms around, really, when I say reposition your reality and the way that you view, you view almost anything, and it needs to be different, like, I really don't need to hear the solutions for what that list of things are because I know what they are. And the fact that I'm already, I'm listening to you for the first few minutes to know that you're like-minded. And as long as Mm -hmm. you have the ability to move forward and stand up against the people who think that everything that's going on in this country is fine, I already know that you got it figured out, right? So you don't, we don't, I don't even need, I don't even need to hear how you're going to do it? Because I know that you are going to do it because you are you're a marine, you're a small business owner, and you know that there's a problem. So you're going to figure out how to get to that solution. 
So I don't have to worry about that. So it's like, we check that box off next. Great. Let's move on. And let's go ahead and tackle the next problem. Cause we already found somebody who can fix it. Who's on the same page because we already know what the issues are. They're, they're right in front of our faces and they've been growing and growing for two years now. So it's almost like mm-hmm. you don't have to sell me on that because I'm already sold. You had me at hello. Right. So I just want people to realize <laughs> those, those are the people that you need to, those are the ones that you need to support. Right. Cause we all know, like literally if, if you want to go and we can, we can spend days going through all that. But most people that are, that are already past that point, I call it like maybe the people in kindergarten need to hear that, right, in the kindergarten level because they're kind of just opening their eyes to common sense in general. And then fine, they can tune into that. But for the rest of us who've been doing it for a long time, which just because it has nothing to do with me being a show, I'm just, I'm just a human being. I've right? just been paying attention and just not liking what I'm right. seeing. And those are the people, right, because then we're at college. So, you know, what? I want to go, I want to go deeper. I want to let me get to know you, the, you know, your personality. And then let's, uh, you know, otherwise we can talk about those topics on another show. That's not a big deal. But um, it's really sure. about finding the like-minded well, people you. that you like their personalities and you know that they can make poop happen. Like make, you can make it happen and you can do that. You're one of those guys. And that's more but important, you know. You know? But you know, as you talked about, there are plenty of rhinos out there that will tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, what but you, you can tell them nowadays. You, know you can tell. You could, but I think people are cluing in. You can yeah, tell. I'm going to say it. You can tell a bullshitter, and, and you really can. Like, if they sound like Lindsey Graham, or if they sound like Kevin McCarthy, or if they sound like, mm-hmm. um, who's, the other, who's the other one that's um, Schweikert, they, and that's here in Arizona. If they sound like that, eh, that's bad. Run away. Right. Bad people bad intentions that's rhino and then if they, they sound like they sound like kelly cooper or they sound like uh, i'll give you somebody you can relate to they sound like uh gosar or they even sound like big mm-hmm. okay that's what that's mm-hmm. that's non-rhino right so don't even you know right. give yourself more credit people out there to listen to the used car salesman pitch you something because if they've been there for a long time uh, or they've been there for i don't care if it's five minutes you already know what we just pay attention to what they're saying and, and, and already assume, assume they're rhinos and have them prove to you that they're not, not go from that direction. Um, you, you want to share anything else? I mean, you and I can tango here for a while and I would love to, um, but I'm here to support you. I think what you're, what you stand for is great. I want to get you uh, in front of some of the groups that we are connected with on the platforms. So you guys can all network together, especially in the East Valley and Ahwatukee yeah. there. Um, just because this is, this is a candidate that people should stand behind. And again, I think it is brilliant. You're doing these meet and greets. Honestly, that's the first time that I've had so many politicians on, uh, candidates from all over the country at every level. You're the first person that said that. And I'm literally like music to my ears. I've been saying it for years. So thank you for getting in the mix. Tell your wife I said, thank you. Tell your wife I should thank you for allowing me <laughs> sure to get into the mix, and then give your give your website, and then we'll have you back on. But I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, and we'll we'll talk up there, and I'll get you some intros, and then we'll have you back on. But we've got to oh primary, so primary's in August, right? So we have time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so okay. the primary's there's, in August. There's time. You know, I'm trying to so work on uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to work on things like Club for Growth and Freedom uh, Caucus and. Freedom Fund and working with the PPSLA and some of the other police organizations for endorsements, but we have time for that. A lot of times candidates, yeah. they either want to spend all their, all their time 
uh, on their phone raising money or they want to spend all their time in their little bubble circles reinforcing what they already believe. And for me, that's not what it's all about. I mean, I've been in restaurants my whole life, so walking around a dining room and talking to people, you already kind of have a, a pulse of what's going on. Right. And so I'm just really expanding that across the entire district so that I get to hear from everyone. And some people aren't going to agree with me, and some people are going to try to poke and raise a stir and all kinds of other things. But the truth is, you know, I'm a small business owner that understands the economy, and I understand the implications and effects of poor leadership on a federal level in foreign policy. And, I mean, you see it now in China and Russia and how they're reacting to our um, non-energy um, independence and what we've given up from that, or how we acted in Afghanistan and how that emboldened them and how they're leveraging the energy uh, pieces over Europe and how all of those little things fit together to end up where we are today. Strong leadership makes a difference, and that's what we need, and it's absolutely what we're missing. So my website is kellycooperarizona.com, K-E-L-L-Y-C-O-O-P-E-R, Arizona, just like you know how to spell it, .com. And go on there. I, I'll, you know, if any of the listeners or all of the listeners go in and give up uh, $10, you know, their McDonald's or uh, their fancy coffee that now costs, what, 20 bucks a glass? That's crazy. I will work to bring that back into line, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, amen to that, Kelly. So thanks again for coming on the show. I'll uh, reach out to you, and we will get uh, things going um, and some intros and support. Yeah, and uh, yeah, have a great week, my friend, and thank you so much for what you're doing, and thanks for your service to this country. Marine Corps, tough. Thank you. Tough character. Yeah, we we, we love veterans, and, and we yeah, love the well, military on this platform. Yeah, that's where you can stand up. Yeah. <laughs> when you, you guys are the hoo-ha, isn't that what your thing is? Hoo-ha, isn't that, what do you do? Hoo-rah. Something like that. Hoo-rah, right? Hoo-rah. Hoo-rah. Semper, Semper Fi. Semper Fi. Semper Fi. All right, see? It's amazing what Semper uh, Fidelis, always faithful. Always faithful. Amazing what us regular regular folks and sometimes remember. So thanks, Kelly, and uh, <laughs> we'll have you back on again. Appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, what a good guy. You know, it's important that we have more people like that stepping into the fray, or shall I say, what are you stepping into the, uh, you leave the frying pan and step into the fire, stepping into the fire in order to uh, take action in this country. And then, of course, the truckers, look at the truckers in Canada. How amazing is what they're doing. Um, and for anyone who is just tuning in and you didn't get a chance to hear um, Brian Dirksen, he's a trucker. He called in um, at about, when did he call in? He called in, cause I'm way off on my timing. Um, there's a, uh, he called in uh, about 12, 20, 20 after the, the show started and was given kind of a play-by-play on what is happening in Canada. And people were coming up to his truck like, as he's on the air. Um and he was kind of letting you, kind of letting us know where they're now going after the uh, gasoline. They're trying to get the gasoline because they're bringing hand can- containers. Uh, they're hand carrying the containers of gasoline to get the diesel to the truck drivers because the trucks are running because they're actually sleeping and living in the trucks. They're trying to stay warm. It's like 20 degrees below zero. And the tyranny is just crazy. But the people are amazing what the um, 
the, the support that they're giving. And he says, you know, they're bringing them food and their cookies and they're just they're knocking on the door and tell them, thank you. It's uh, uh, some here to the United States of America. And we need to um, duplicate that and make it even bigger. So I hope that um, anybody that's been listening to the show shares this show, this episode, and encourages uh, their friends, their family, their contacts, their business colleagues, their uh, uh, customers, clients, you name it, to literally take action in their own lives, not only personal, but in business, but in the community, and uh, get involved, show up, stand up, speak up, because uh, it's, it's been here for two years, all of that tyranny. We just have been going through the motions. And then, of course, you know, especially if you weren't really hit hard in the pocketbook, you didn't care. And if you did get hit hard and then you came back around, you're like, oh, okay, the coast is clear. It's not. It's not. Look north. Watch what's happening. Because it needs to end once and for all. You know, and this whole thing, literally, it's been going on for decades, but we weren't really paying attention, which is why we are where we are. But it's 1248. Um, I'm going to hold that thought because I'm reading a text right now from Robert Moore, who's with Patrick King, and they're up in Ottawa in, um, in the streets with the, in the trucks. And he said, there's too much going on and we are being swamped by corrupt police. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, so, uh, this is crazy. This is crazy. So I'm going to just bear with me here. I'm going to see. Um, I'm going to say how about five minutes or so. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to I'll throw it out there. How about five minutes? So um, what were they saying? Oh, so all of this started. Okay. All of this started because of the COVID, right? Think about that. All of this. And the COVID was based on a lie. The whole thing, the political propaganda pandemic was based on a lie. It was January of 2020. And it was, I think it's whoever was the the health secretary. I think it's Azar, right? Azar was his name. He said, there's been proof that they have the COVID. So they did the declaration of, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing now because it's so much um, in, my, in squirrely in my head. He, they, they, um, they declared a state of emergency based on proof that they had this virus, right? The COVID. There were no tests at the time to prove it. So they couldn't prove it because it wasn't there. Okay. So the whole thing, and this is why it's so important, and I'm going to say it yet again, and I'm going to say it every episode until everybody listens to the interviews, even the episodes that we've done, and the presentation that Karen Kingston does, okay? And it's important because not only is it the truth, and it's facts, and it's completely opposite for the most part of what you're going to hear on mainstream media and even a lot of conservative because they're not telling you the full story. It's all based on that starting point of the fundamental foundation of it being a lie. So they turned up everybody's lives 
in an entire economy, an entire planet, based you know, in, in the economy here in the United States, based on 100% of a lie. And she goes back and in the interviews that she does in the presentation, she shows you the slide where it actually, you know, it, 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 you know, she's the queen of the slides and she'll show you in, she'll show you there where, where, when he actually said it and the dates and all that kind of stuff and all this information, you can find that on most and on the websites that end in .gov, .gov. All of her information comes from that. And then again, you know, she's going to, she's going to lay it out there. The, um, this is another one that you're going to get. And then, the patent that was filed for the COVID vaccine, which I call it a non-vaccine bioweapon because it's not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon. That was ready to go in 2016. The COVID was ready to go in 16. They filed a patent in 18. It's in that patent. It tells you all the things that it's going to do to you and what it, it, how it was designed. Right? in the patent, in the government websites, the facts. So they filed it in 2018. When did the COVID come out? Maybe the fall of 2019. Okay, let that sink in. Okay. You probably, if you need, get your calendar out, get your calculator, and figure out which came first, the chicken or the egg. It should alarm every single person on the planet. So there's much, much more, but that is just two things that you can go, wait a minute, what? Wait a minute, what? Now, do you want to listen to any of those people that are telling you, all, all, anybody that has been pushing anything other than what she just, what I just told you, that's in the interviews and in the episodes and in the slide presentation, which comes from all the facts. Anyone that is telling you the opposite of any of that, and there's almost so much more, you want to listen, you're going to keep listening to them? And you're going to keep voting for them to be in office. You're going to keep supporting them. And you're not going to stand up against it now that you know the facts. Everybody in this country should be a, a trucker uh, just like the truckers starting now. Starting now. Because if that doesn't piss you off that your whole world, your life, you probably lost somebody to the COVID. And they keep saying, oh, it was COVID. They died from COVID. No, they did not. Most likely they did not. And you know why I say that? Because in August of 2020, the CDC even came out and said 6% of people died with, strike that, see the way around. 6% of the people died from COVID, not with COVID. And we already know that they labeled everybody with, everybody had with COVID because it has to do with money. And they wanted to have more people die from this, this deadly disease that is so deadly that it, it, is, it is so deadly that it lives on your shoe for six months. And you have to disinfect it, everything in your life. You have to shut down the whole economy. You got to be six feet away, which is satanic, away from somebody. You've got to shut down the small businesses, but you can leave the big box stores open. You have to shut down the church, but you can leave open the strip bar. You can go ahead and walk in a restaurant chain only, not small business. Uh, with you, with, uh, it is not safe to walk in to the restaurant, to the table. You have to put your mask on. But when you sit down, it's safe. Okay. But when you get up to go to the bathroom, you need to put that mask back on. But when you go in the bathroom, you take the mask off, it's safe. 
This disease is so deadly that you need a test to tell you you have it because you don't feel sick. You're not sick because you're quote-unquote asymptomatic, which there is no such thing as asymptomatic. That was actually proven as another one of their, their propaganda ploys of lies. The information is out. The gig is up. You've been had, people. You've been had. The biggest fraud ever on the planet, on the humanity, and the biggest crime against humanity. Again, listen to some of the, listen to the episodes. They're not long. I put short ones in. The longest one is the one that her and I did, episode 286. There's a 10-minute segment, 285. And there's other interviews from other people that are on there that I thought were the most important that I pulled out from January. And then a bunch of her presentations that are all incredible information. If you listen to those, you're going to be pissed. You're going to be pissed because now you're going to know the truth. And you need to share that truth with everyone you know every single day. And that's how we're going to turn this around because it's not going to be on the mainstream media. And apparently people are still paying attention to that. You're not going to hear it on Fox News. You're not going to hear it on the Sunday shows. You're not going to hear it on Newsmax. You're not going to hear it on OAN. You're going to hear it on shows like this. You're going to hear it on shows on TV, which we are there Monday or Fridays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. And you're going to hear it on shows on other platforms like Conservative Television of America, which we are now on there also and uh, a whole bunch of other different alternative platforms. But that audience already knows this information. It is our civic duty, our human duty, to get this information out to the other people. And then it also is our civic duty, our humanity duty, in order to mobilize the masses, literally to get them off their asses, and to unify, which I'm talking about that all show, and then also go ahead and take action, right? Be like the truckers. Be like the Canadian truckers with the biggest pair of Canucks that you can muster, people, because it, uh, it is time. It is time. Again, you want to do that and you want to be a part of us, which is part of all these groups. Again, we're bringing them together. So then that way you can find the people in your local community and the different organizations, the different groups, uh, and obviously, want you to promote your business and your group, your organization, your events. But uh, it, if we want this convoy that they're working on bringing across the country to be huge, it's got to be huge, bigger than Canada. We needed to put in the networking and the collaborating and the connecting with everybody now so that we could disperse the content, disperse the information, disperse basically the marching orders, our 4 a.m. talking points, and say, here. Let this go. Get this out to the masses. Next thing you know, you can get something out to tens of millions of people. Unbelievable. But then not only is it getting out to them, you're getting them engaged. They are standing up, speaking up, and showing up, which is what we need to do. We're not doing that enough here in the United States of America. Yeah, and we'll end up, we'll end up like them. We'll end up like them if we don't do what those truckers and those people are doing. And the time is now, everybody. So, again, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Click the Karen tab towards the top, and that'll get you to the uh, 10-minute segment that I took out of one of the episodes that we did. 
multiple episodes from other shows that she's been on and also on um, the presentations. I put it in a little bow. It is incredible information and share that particular. Once you go there, you'll see the website link. Share that with everybody you know. It's a game changer. Again, it'll change the conversation. It'll change the narrative and it'll shut these mofos down. And, and, and if anybody that's in a political position or any attorneys or anybody that has Canucks the size of the truckers and the people in Canada, the information's right there to go put these people in prison, to go ahead and stop all of this because the non-vaccine bioweapon is what's inside the syringe. What's in the syringe is what has been designed to hurt, harm, and kill you. It's in the patents. It says that. It's like, well, this is... Uh, I have all well, these side effects I'm having. It's, they told you what was going to happen. They say, oh, well, it's not working. Yeah, it is. It's doing exactly what it was designed to do. Don't believe me. It's in the patents. It's in the patents. It's in the studies, the clinical studies that they did after. They told you all this. Oh, and by the way, it doesn't transfer from human to human. Back in when this all started, and it's in one of the interviews, just sometimes you've got to listen to these interviews a couple times to it to sink in because it's opposite of what you've been brainwashed. But clue in people that none of this is opinion. It's all facts. I keep reiterating it because it's important. It is literally the key to turning everything around. Because once you have the truth on your side, and now you have the facts, as opposed to a lot of these doctors, I love them. Some have had on the show. They might have huge followings, big presence on the Twitter or in the getter. They might have like a Joe Rogan, who, by the way, what happened to his cojones? Talk about Moy Pequeño. All of a sudden, he cowed town and was like, eh, maybe I'll have on some other opinions. Okay, when he kept saying opinion, I said, whoa, 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 there, Joe. Why are you having anybody on your show that has opinions? When you're talking about following the science and you're talking about people's lives and their businesses and their communities and their kids. I don't need anybody's opinion. I don't want your opinion. You know what they say about opinions? They're just like mm, a-holes and everybody's got one. So I don't need his opinion. I don't need anybody's opinion. I want the facts. And I don't, uh, and I want uh, the truth. So where are you going to get that? Oh, I don't know. I'm telling you, listen to these episodes and listen to these presentations because everything that she says, is actually fact and truth, backed by documents, backed by the people who said them, created them, and the websites all end in .gov. And it's not spin, it's facts from patents and information, no opinion. See what I mean? No opinion. Makes all the difference in the world. So again, I'm going to keep reiterating this, because until everybody who already knows, that's great. You need to share that information and you need to do it every day. Even if it takes you 15 minutes a day to say, hey, you got to check this out. Text it to your friends, email it, whatever you got to do. Hit five a day. You can put it on social media. That would be awesome. Uh, Then it'll penetrate. And for the people that aren't aren't saying the stuff that she's saying, I, you, you better get on board because you're lying. You're misrepresenting. I mean, love Maria Bartiroma, but I'm watching the show yesterday, Sunday morning futures. 
and she says, uh, you know, gives the talking points about how many people died from COVID. Eh, not true. With or, or with COVID or with or from COVID. Big difference, peeps. That came from the CDC back in April or no, August of 2020. Okay, so anyway, go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. Click the Karen tab, listen to the interviews, listen to the episodes. Again, it's not just mine. It's, it's ones that matter that, she, that she's done. Her and I are doing a teaser today, this afternoon. We're filming a teaser that we're going to do to promote the show. She's going to be live on my TV show Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time for the full hour. I encourage you to tune in. We're going to wrap up all of these interviews into one. So we're going to tell you some more incredible information, facts, truth bombs, and help us make that, that episode viral to get the information out. Because then we can go back to the new normal, not the new normal they want, the new normal we want, which is us in control. And, uh, get things back uh, where they need to be. So that's Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time, brighteon.com. All right. So uh, Deborah came back on. I'm going to bring her back on because she was kind enough to, she was kind enough to give her spot up to Brian, Brian Dirksen, the truck driver, who literally derailed my, (laughs) he derailed my show. Brian derailed my show because I got so into what he was saying, and then I got a little emotional, and then next thing you know, the time and blah, 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 but I thought it was important. But really, if you think about it, everybody that was on the show today had that fire in their belly, that take action, that are stepping into from the frying pan into the fire and then some. Um, so let me bring on Deborah. She's an international business coach, one of my favorite guests. She's a mindset expert and founder of Neuroengineering Institute, a consulting company that transforms. You know, we're going to say tons like that, transforms business owners from efforting and grinding to creating more with less effort consistently. Audience, big round of applause. Deborah, how are you? Michelle, I love you so much. You are seriously an angel and a blessing to this world. Well, it's so nice of you to say that. I mean, I just do. I just have a show, dude. <laughs> I know the show you did is like. How about that, Brian? On boots oh, on the wow. ground in Ottawa, just dealing with it all and making that trip across Canada and his Peter. You, you know, I, it's for American listeners that perhaps aren't familiar with Canadian geography. I mean, seriously, that's like driving from Washington, D.C. to California. And he did it twice. And then he beat the whole convoy in his Peterbilt. Wait, hold on a what second. Does that Give see? me the distance again. Give me the distance again for people. Yeah. Yeah, so he drove, he said he drove from Toronto to out to Nanaimo, which is on Vancouver Island. So Toronto is like let's oh, say like New York, uh, like right? New York is. Yeah, above above New York City, and he drove out to Nanaimo, which is out on Vancouver Island on the West Coast. Got his Peterbilt out of storage and got back on the ferry to the mainland and drove back across Canada to Ottawa and actually beat the convoy. <laughs> and Ottawa was the other direction because he's already on the West Coast. And so he went and then turned around with the truck and then drove across. So he did like yeah, he had- cross country there and back. Twice. 
twice. He had to go get his he had to go get his semi out of storage. I mean, this guy. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for just giving him the strength and power and the wherewithal to make that happen. And he brought up something so pivotal in his interview with you when he said the word, the truth. And that's why you and I have been going back and forth all morning about being able to fit me in here today. And I just thank you for that because that's the conversation I want to have with you is about the truth. There is so much going on in the world right now. There's so much spin. I mean, there's always spin in the media. That's what public relations is all all about, and that's what it's for. But we're seeing it in, you know, exponential perspective because we've got big tech controlling it. I mean, in my Facebook group today, I had six posts taken down and deleted. So obviously, oh, I'm congratulations. Posting, no, yeah, I'm posting about, the right uh, stuff, right? Yeah, totally yeah, doing that. Girl. So here. I know. Thank was, you. So here's the deal. I want to see Was it all convoy? Yeah. Related? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it was it's, all it's the about. flavor. It's the soup du jour. That's why. It's just, that's what they it's do. They go in phases. Voice. Yeah. That's right. They do. And I'm on their radar now. So I have to kind of welcome. dial it back for a minute. Welcome. So I follow yeah, up. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the radar. Uh, the, the most I counted of uh, violations and what they'll start doing, just so people understand how Facebook works. Once you get on the radar, what they'll do is, um, depending on if they're really trying to get you, they'll start going back and it's automatic. It'll go back. Mine, they started going back one day, four years in post. And then they'll identify something. And it was not about um, what they did is, they, they targeted my website. So any pages yeah. in my website, there's like 300, and any domain names that forward to anything in my website, and there's probably about 60. So any of those that were picked up in any of my, any of my posts for four years were tagged as a bio, community violator. Sure. So then yeah. that's why I can't, I can't stream on Facebook. I can't post any website links, pages, domain names, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so you, you, and then it's permanent. Like there's no, like it's been like this for four months, I think. So it's a matter of when. Finds you. Yeah. Yeah. Once a bot boom. finds you, girl, it's like a heat seeking missile. You're done. <laughs> it really is. It's like that little, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the little chihuahua in the cartoons that's biting at your ankles and you're like, just stop, stop. And it's still biting oh my and it's nibbling, it's nibbling. And you turn around and it's still there. You know, like that creepy it's clown. It's hanging off your pant like, oh, Jesus, yes, that clown again. It's everywhere. Yeah. Oh, no, my like God. That's, that's what it is. So be prepared, people. When you step into the fringe, and, and um, it sounds like Deborah might have actually crossed the threshold today, um, I welcome you. So don't worry about it. And so what? So then you go alternative routes to, to, to uh, come up with different ways to do what you got to do. But that's just the world we live in. We shouldn't have to be there. But the fact that what, what we – here's the thing, and, and then I'll let you go with what you were saying, the truth – Okay. We're enabling that. We're paying for that, meaning financially. So I know that you have to do Facebook ads, right, for your biz, but you're fueling the people that are now doing the things to me and to her and to everybody else to silence, to censor, and um, not get the information out, which is then full circle to where we still are around and around and around. Big box stores, uh, Bank of America, Citibank, pick it. Pick, pick, pick a somebody that's been against us literally hardcore for two years. And as we were talking about with Jim Price in the beginning, um, 
Yeah, it might be a little bit of a sacrifice, but identify where you're spending your money, where you keep your money, and stop supporting them. Because if we took the, let's just say, and I said this back in 2008 and nine, if you just canceled your Bank of America checking account, the bank would be insolvent. And what then, then what are you going to do? Oops. Mm-hmm. Oops. Yeah. Bye-bye tyrannical bank you know what i mean so anyway talk, talk about the truth because uh, uh i i don't want to take too much more of your segment sorry about no that. no no it's all good it's all good and you're right you're right stop stop feeding the machine and um yeah. and, start, and start using cash again you know it's really important really yeah important. And, and pick the right places pick the right places so what did you want to specifically share about yeah i think people i think people well here's the deal is like right now for a lot of people, they don't know what to believe. And that I, I want to say this to that. That's part of the waking up process. Part of mm-hmm. the waking up process is disbelief. You're just like, it's like a shock to your nervous system. And you have a flash of your entire time on the planet where you've bamboozled, been bamboozled. And you really don't want to face it because nobody wants to feel like an idiot, you know? So I have a tool for people to discern the truth from a lie. And I think you and I have talked about this in one of the times mm-hmm. I've been on the show. But listen, it's always great to have a refresh, right? So the thing about the truth or a lie is how it, that feels in your body. The truth will always make you feel lighter. You will always feel more buoyant. And I'll give you an example for that, and that is when you're laughing with someone. When you're laughing with someone, something's funny, you're kicked back, you're having a few laughs together, you feel light. So if you ever need to understand or discern what feeling light is, just compare it to when you're laughing. A lie will always make you feel heavy. And sometimes that can be a heaviness in your heart, sometimes a heaviness in your gut, sometimes both, where now your posture slumps, um, your breathing shallows. So you don't ever have to wonder what the truth is in terms of what is coming out in the media and all the different media platforms. Your body will tell you. You just have to pay attention to your body and let that be your guide. Your body will always tell you. It's like... um, You know, when you can feel something's wrong and your hair stands up on end on your arms or or you just feel this sense of agitation, that's what I'm talking about here. So if you're starting to feel angry, if you're starting to feel agitated, if you're starting to have negative self-talk and fear and doubt, you know you're being lied to. Mm -hmm. So just stop believing it and stop paying attention to it. Don't give it it any of your energy. It all is lies that we're talking about any of the topics it's literally all lies unless you're getting it from true alternative sources and that includes not listening to what you hear on fox news i gave you perfect examples before deborah came on deborah how much time do you have because christy's in the queue she's at the airport and um she's boarding up no no no. i'm good i'm good i i think we did well i'm gonna i have to get to another meeting i kind of squeezed you between lunch with one of my ceo clients and another meeting so no that's fine do me a favor 
do me a favor, jump on for another spot in uh, February. If I think there's a few open, so do that. So then we can get you back into the uh, the beginning of the show and then sum up what you have and then give your website real quick, would you? Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel that, you know, having Brian on today, I mean, the story he told about the kid with the cookie. Oh, and, unbelievable. And just, you know, the women with their babies begging them not to leave. And it doesn't get any more real with that. And thank you for having him on. I know I kind of you know, kind of pushed hard to get you to have him on there. Nope. I'm glad you I did. Felt. I just didn't expect him to be so powerful. I mean, totally took the show off the rails, but in a good way. So um, people he needed totally to hear did. it. People need to hear it again. Yeah. So, yeah. Go Good find job. me some more, Deborah. You're doing great. You're, you're crazy. Can I? All right. I know. Right? What can I say? <laughs> yeah, go go find me some more truckers. That would be awesome. But yeah, just uh, <laughs> send me their info and, and we'll get them on the show and, and we'll, we'll we'll do we'll do what we can. All right. Thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you next week, probably. Can I give my website? Oh, she's yeah. No, no. I thought yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I told you I'm I'm like I'm off on everything now. So go ahead, give your website. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. been a crazy day. So my um. My Instagram is NEI, and then the number four, change. And my website is neimind.com. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome, my friend. You're the best. I appreciate you. Have a great you week. You too, honey. Love you. Thank you too. Love All you right, too. Thanks. Bye. Bye. All right. I, I've got Christy Hutcherson sitting in my queue. She's at the airport. So let's bring her on. Uh, for those of you who don't know her, she's been on the show many, many times. Just had an incredibly successful event last weekend at McCallum, Texas. Christy Hutcherson is the founder of Women Fighting for America and the We Stand America Tour. They're pushing back on the daily attacks of our freedom and defending American values. She's on a quest to expose and end the human trafficking and sex slave industry all coming through our wide open borders. It is beyond an invasion, we the people. Every town is a border town and now much Worse, audience, a big round of applause for freedom and faith, fighting, people, protecting, God and country, love and truth, exposing, group gathering, children, saving, passionate patriot, and lady who loves liberty. <laughs> hey, how are you doing? <laughs> well, hang up. Where's the applause? Hold on. They were sleeping. Where's the applause? Hold <laughs> <laughs> a second. It's not you know, tech, what are you going to do? They hate me. The tech hates me. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Whatever. Where are you? Or you can't say you're an Well, you know, I can tell you where I am. And I'm a, I wish that you could have me live right now because I'm going to tell you, this is what's wrong with America right now. I am in a small town airport in my hometown, and I'm going to just mention it. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. And this is the great state of Florida, where Governor DeSantis doesn't put up with the, this administration's BS, right? Well, that's what mm-hmm. you would think. I am just now witnessing right in front of me about um, 13 all young males between the ages of 17 and 22 years of age, all illegals with their little knapsacks, with their, with their manila envelopes and their brand new cell phones or iPods and um, brand new Nike tennis shoes and clothes and, and uh, snacks and the whole gamut to be able to walk through security without having to show ID. And what are they doing in Jacksonville, Florida? And where yeah. are they going? So, you know, we have a problem here um, at, our, at our southern borders, but this is where I'm telling you every single town, every state is a border state because this administration is literally putting them everywhere throughout the country. And if you think your little hometown is safe from 
this invasion into our nation, you are sadly mistaken. I've been to 30 states in less than probably 13, 14 months, and they are everywhere. And this, why are single males? You know, didn't this administration say two ACs and and family units? It is a lie. It is a lie. And I'm sitting here watching them trying to figure out how to get through uh, TSA pre-check to go through the the process right now. And uh, this is just really sad. Anyway, I'm frustrated. It's happening right now in front of you. Yeah. Right now in front of I mean, it happens to, to me all the time. I mean, I well, see you're this at the all airport the time. Lot, yeah. but, 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 but every average American, they don't get this. It's like this is you're starting to see more and more of them. Why are you starting to see more and more of them? Because the numbers are lying to you. We have over 8 to 10 million. I want you to wrap your mind about this, your listeners. 8 to 10 million illegals under this administration since January have come to our country. Since January of last year, 8 to 10 million. Now, that's not including the getaways. Michelle, that's not including the getaways. Now, the getaways are somewhere between seven to 800,000 getaways. Well, who are getaways? Getaways are the terrorists. They're the cartel members. They're the MS-13. They're the pedophiles. They're the bad players that uh, are getting through our system without being caught that now are living in your communities near your children, uh, selling drugs to the kids, looking at kidnapping them, raping them. We already know that there's been rapes. There's been uh, also murders, murdering them, murdering your sons and daughters. This is what's going on right now under this administration. And we were talking about it earlier on this show, mm-hmm. uh, and we've talked about it for the past year. They're here. I'm in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it's here. Not only we have our we have had the hotels in Arizona for almost a year that we started finding out about them. We have one 10 minutes from my house. Uh, we've had that since the spring, and um, there we're you're starting finally to see what happens after they've been flying them in, busing them in, and coming in because you are now getting the murders. You're getting the higher crime rate, and you're getting the um, panhandlers, and you're getting all these like kids on the streets at crazy-ass times of night, like 10 o'clock, and there's five-year-olds with single male adults walking around, and the homeless camps that I was being told about all weekend long that are in places all over um, the Phoenix area that have never been there before. So uh, it is, it is, it takes a little bit of time, but it's coming through. But I think it's important that people need to be aware of when you see what Christy just described at the airport, could you videotape it? Could you videotape it? Oh, and can I you did. start sharing well, it? Well, Everybody, I, can you start doing I, 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 that? I have videos right now and I have photos. I can't video while I'm on the phone with you, but this is what I'm going to have everybody do on my, on women fighting for America's website, WFFA. WFFA.win. This is, it's called the Citizen Report. And I'm going to have where you can upload. I'm going to have my, I'm going to instruct my uh, developers this week to get that up immediately. And I want the average American citizen, I want you to start being the reporter. We need Mm -hmm. you to be the reporter. And I want you to upload it on my site at WFFA.win. And I want you to start reporting these crimes against the United States of America because this is what this is. This is unconstitutional. These are unlawful orders. These illegals should not be here at all. And I'm going to ask Governor DeSantis. I would love a meeting with you, Governor DeSantis, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, in my private business, and I'm working with Tom Home and Mark Morgan and some other state representatives to fix some of these border issues. And 
I have a reason you need to meet with me, and that is what you need to do to secure the state of Florida because they're coming after your vote. They're coming after our voices and our votes. And you're running for office again. We need to secure our elections. And I want to talk to you about how we get the illegals, how do we find them, and how do we get them out of the state of Florida. And then I would ask every other red state governor across the nation, including Texas, that they need to follow suit with the plan that I have in place that I've developed to identify where they're going, where they are, and how we can remove them. You know, one thing I want to bring up, because you did say that there's 8 to 10 million illegal aliens who have come across since the Joe Biden Nazi regime took office January 20th of 2021. When you were on the show originally, um, you were one of the first people that says, you know what, the actual number, and this is back in the spring of last year, I want to put things into perspective because people forget, right? We have a very short attention span, eight to nine seconds like a goldfish. So when we look back and we look at timelines and we look at numbers and then all of a sudden we're like, whoa, we put things in a perspective, right? That's why timelines are so important, especially when we're talking about the border and the COVID. And she was one of the first people that said, no, 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 it's not 1 million or 2 million that they're talking about that's going to be coming across by the time the year is done. She said 4 million. She goes, based on the people she's talked to, the different sheriffs and the information they have and the technology they're using, she gets more like 4 million. That was last spring. Now you're saying, hey, it's uh, obviously they've kicked it up a notch, but you're really looking at eight to ten. So when people think and they hear that number eight to ten, it's actually relatively in line with what you originally said before we knew how bad all this was. That's correct. You know, it's interesting, Michelle, is, you know, you've had me on way back in the early spring of last year. A lot of the stuff that I was reporting way back then, you are now starting to see all of those. The individuals who have a bigger platform than I do quite frankly, Mm -hmm. talking about everything I was already telling your listeners literally nine, 10 months ago, Um, because I've been in the trenches. I've been down there. I've seen it. I've interviewed the people. And when you see the numbers, you look at the cameras, you look at the game cameras, you look at all of the things that we, that I'm privy to, and you start running these statistics and these numbers, it's staggering, staggering. And um, I only have about five minutes because I have to get through security and then my plane boards at 458 because I'm on my way back to Texas. But um, you know, uh, we need the American people to engage. I'm asked all the time, Christy, what can we do? And I, just like this, if you really want to stop the illegal invasion into our country, you have to come down to the border. You have to show up. It's really quite, it's, it's simple. It's really not rocket science. So we're going to have another event. We're going to have a McAllen 2.0. And let me tell you something about what happened in McAllen, Texas. Mm-hmm. We left the deep state and foreign into individuals, foreign foreign nationals and individuals hacked into our computer system, hacked into our website, hacked into our ticketing system, and did everything they could to stop the event from happening. They shadow banned our website. We have an email trail of all sorts of stuff, and it's going to come out. And I still stayed the course. God told me, Chrissy, I don't care if one person is in that arena, that uh, 7,000-seat arena, or if there's 7,000 of them, you need to stay the course. And really quick, I'm going to tell you what we did. We just got information three days ago from the Border Patrol agents and customs agents that I work with. They said, Christy, we want to tell you thank you so much for coming. You disrupted a major human trafficking, uh, what they were getting ready to do. They were getting ready to traffic some serious amounts of body loads and drugs. You, your presence, you being down there and calling the attention like you did to this sector stopped it. Your name has been mentioned throughout the chatter of the cartels right now, just 
and we want you to be safe because we're letting you know they, that your name's on their list now. And which I already knew it was anyway, but now it's even that much more. <laughs> so um, we also are going to be breaking a huge story in the next six to eight weeks. Um, there was the Butterfly Museum is involved in this. They, they started calling me that our organization, they had credible threats, all of this crazy stuff. But you know what? When they pick on somebody who doesn't have anything to lose, I'm not running for office. I have no monetary gain. There's no reason why I'm doing this except for I love my country. And when you have somebody who has that pure of a heart and the motives as I do, they can't stop me. I'm not going to be swayed one way or the other. But what they did was now I'm going to start investigating and I'm going to dig even deeper. And we're going to start looking at following the money and naming names. So I need your listeners to, number one, pray the heck for me because uh, my security threat just went up even more than it already was. My security team is very concerned about my safety right now. And so we're also going to be launching two projects, and I need funds for these projects. I need to raise $150,000 in the next two weeks. If the truckers can raise $10 million (laughs) to do a convoy, if they can make $10 million to do a convoy, um, I think that I'm not asking that much. I'm asking for $150,000 to save lives, to actually save little children from being gutted, to save children from being sold into the sex slave industry, to save little children from being decapitated and slaughtered. That's what I'm going to be doing. And the same thing with women from being raped. Um, and I'm also going to be closing down our doggone borders. And I'm going to start squeezing these animals out. If our administration won't do it, we need to have the people do it. So if, if you want to donate, you know any sponsors, you know any business who are patriot businesses, please contact me, private message me, or you can go to our WFSA.win. Your donations will not be tax deductible. Um, I will not play the – I'm going to not be tied to the federal government I will speak the truth and I will say what I need to say because that's where we're at in America. Yeah, it's important to keep that in mind, people. A lot of these groups like Christie's and others that have started over the past year to two years because of the tyrannical nature of what was going on, they're not going to file for 501c3 status because then you're under the constraints of the government and they're going to go after the donors in the books and all that stuff. So sometimes it's better not to do that. And what's the big deal? Um, So you don't get the tax deduction. Oops, you're saving the planet in America. And if it's for a business reason, I'm sure that that's a a tax deduction for business expense. You can figure that with your accountant, but just a heads up. So don't, uh, don't think, well, they're not an, they're not a 501c3 nonprofit. That's actually not, uh, that's actually kind of a good thing sometimes when people don't do that because then they're not going to be, under the government thumb of being a, a propagandist and a uh, a repeater of what their agenda is as opposed to like a church, right? That's the problem with the churches. They're just sucking off the teat and wanting the money. Um, so they'll just comply. And that's the whole point of doing these, this type of work and groups is to not comply because what they want you to comply with is bad. It's tyrannical. It is against all freedom. And um, again, the, administration their agenda is everything that christie stands against so it's not going to stop the border is going to stay wide open they're not this is not happening because there's an oversight or they don't have the capacity to stop it this is their plan so it's going to take groups like christie and people like her and events and the american people to kind of throw the uh, throw her a bone and to not only get involved but actually to financially help 
in order to try to slow it down um, and correct some of it because it really is, uh, it's all human uh, sex slave trafficking and um, drugs which are going to affect your communities. If you don't see it right now happening, then you're really not paying attention because it's permeating. It's all over the country. Real quick, I know you got to go, but um, uh, you want to share the story uh, that I heard Karen describe, and she said that you guys were at the airport together about the kids that were drugged in Texas, and you're just like, wait, what? Is this what? what do you, you want to share that? And I'm sure you've seen it uh, at wow. other airports too. I'd be out so they can wow. un- people people need to see that kind of, um, kind of do that visual in their head. You don't necessarily need the video. I mean, you could describe it, and a lot of times that is more meaningful yeah. than actually seeing the video. Well, Michelle, um, Karen, that was the first time Karen actually got to witness it firsthand. It's something unfortunately that I've seen time and time and time again. But when you have these young adult males and clearly these children don't belong to them. This is one of the things that this administration does, aiding and abetting the, the human trafficking of children. Uh, we don't vet them. They can't be vetted. That's, that's what Trump was actually doing, making sure these little children actually belong to these individuals. Um, they weren't thrown in cages. It's a lie. But this administration does not give two rat butts, if you know what I mean. So when you see little children um, drugged, and they're, they're literally almost like lifeless, they're, 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 they're they're, um, they, they don't, their pupils don't dilate. I, I've had flashlights where I've tried to get the little pupils to even dilate. They won't. And then they drug them so they, don't, they can't communicate, they can't talk. They, and they're like, oh, they're just sleeping. Uh, it, and it's, it's all over the country. It's not just in it's the airports. It's at the bus stations. It's, it's at the border. I mean, I, there's a video that I did with uh, Border Network News. We were together on a task, an assignment together. And that video is the video that I was shooting with them drugs. This is just this is just disgusting. It's disheartening. And as a mother, and I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal to the mothers out there. I want you to think about your little daughter or your little son who is either ripped out of your hands or kidnapped out of your hands by the cartels, and they're used to get across the border, and then they're used again and again and again. And those are the lucky ones, the ones who are now sold into sex slavery, which are now going to be forever in that industry until they either escape which is a rarity or they die from their injury or your little girl or your little boy who was kidnapped and gutted so they can put carfentanil and fentanyl in their cavities and then their organs sold on the black market to the chinese and to the black market areas mom this is what's going on and closing our borders down that stops this it doesn't completely stop it but let me tell you something 90 percent of this would stop and then you know what else we need to do, Michelle? We need to designate every single cartel group a terrorist organization so we can seize their assets, seize their funding. This is a multi, multi-billion dollar a year business, and it's time for us to get engaged. And that's not even talking about the domestic security risk. In your towns, in your cities right now, the cartel are, are literally setting up shops, and they're selling the fentanyl that your child, hopefully they won't get a hold of it, but two milligrams will kill your, your son or your daughter. And overdoses right now in the United States, since this administration took over, are up over the fentanyl, over 4,500%. The overdoses are up at historic levels. Border Patrol agents, suicide rates are up at historic levels. It's because what they're dealing with down there. This is what's going on because we have these open borders. And I'm asking everybody to not just give of their, of their treasures, but we need your time. And we need your talent. 
and I'm going to have a huge event, and I'm trying to reach the truckers out there. If anybody knows the organizers of all the truckers, the Canadian truckers and truckers in America, and, and by the way, the, bike, the bikers across America and the mothers across this country, I want to have a million people come to the border. And I think we can do it. But are you willing to do it? There's the question. Are you willing to sacrifice your time, talents, and treasures to save your nation, to save your children? And with that, I'm going to have to go in just a second. Um, so I'll let you have the ask me a question or anything, and then I love you guys. Go to WFFA.win, WFFA.win, or text the word FIGHT to 91776. And, and I'm going to get you in touch with the truckers. Um, I've had one of them on earlier today, and then the two guys – Pat King and Robert Moore, they were going to come on at 1.30, but they, he, this is the text I got from them, Christy. I said, are you guys ready to come on? And I've been talking to him for the past couple of days on the phone, and he says, there's way too much going on, and we are being swamped right now by corrupt police, and this is outside their truck. So that's what's happening as we're speaking on the radio with, uh, in Ottawa on the ground. And so I'll, and I'll get you introduced to this guy so you can. Uh, get uh, get the truckers involved. Um, but anyway, awesome. ask, ask, um, hey, ask Pat yeah. if he wants Women Fighting for America to come to uh, Ottawa. I can be yeah, there um, in a I'll week. Get you guys in touch. Uh, I'll come up. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for everything. You're you're welcome. And then um, the website is wffa. dot win. They're one of our partners on our platform, so you can always go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you'll see. Must follow and join. That's one of the groups. And obviously she's going to come back on. She's flying all over the place and going back to Texas uh, to go clean up the mess there. Clean up a big mess. But she needs your help. She needs you to get involved. And we don't, she need, we don't need you to do something because that's a little squirrely. We need you to take action. So reposition your reality and take action. Get involved with groups like Women Fighting for America and Christy Hutcherson. Um, Christy, anything else you want to share real quick or you, uh, before you hang up the phone and go do what you got to do? No. You know, the, we mm-hmm. have the ability to save our country. We have the ability to close our borders. We have the ability. It is in our, the power is in our hands. We have to realize it's in our hands. Nobody's going to come save you. Not President Trump, no lawmaker. Nobody's coming in to save you. The American people, if you have this, we have the spirit. We have the desire. You have to act, and we have to do it now. So please get involved. God bless you. God bless this nation. And go to WFFA.win or go to any other grassroots organization who's doing it right. Just get involved. Yeah, there's no excuses. No more excuses, people. Christy, thank you so much. Be safe, and uh, we'll talk next week, and we'll get you back on the show, and I'll get you over on Brighton, my Brighton show, which is at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, we'll get that scheduled coming up, too, because when you did your appearance last week, it was like for two minutes. But on, on location, we're all about roving reporters, people. We don't want them at their desk. We don't want them sitting at home. I want you out in the field like Christy is right now on location, because then that's the real people doing the real work as opposed to somebody who's reading the teleprompter. Ooh. All right, Christy. Thank you so much, my friend. Amen. Thank you so All much. Right. Take, you're welcome. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. So one heck of a show. It's 2.38. And uh, thank you, Christy Hutcherson, Women Fighting for America, for everything that you're doing and for calling in. It is uh, – yeah, it's been one heck of a show. Again, I apologize for being all over when it comes to the time today. That is normally not the case. Usually I'm off a few minutes, right, because my intro is a little long or I get a little sidetracked and be talking about a few things, but I try to run a tight ship over here. 
on the Everything Home Talk Radio Show podcast and Patriotic Purposes Resource Platform. And now, talk television show, TV show, Brighton, 5 p.m., Brighton.tv, 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Fridays. And also, we're being picked up by Conservative Television of America. So thank you, Claude. I call him Claude Van Damme. It's Claude Mancuso. He's the owner over there at the platform. Great guy. Helped me with my set. Because, right? you know, I'm on the video now. Video. What, what is it? Video kill the radio star. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Video squashed me. No, but I love the radio uh, more than the video because you can do so much more. I think, um, and I have this conversation with a lot of people because they're like, well, why don't you have a video show? This is back before I, I, I launched the Bright Show ones. We're going to be on our fourth weekend this, or the fourth week this Friday. And they said, well, why, don't you, why do you do the radio, not the video? I said, because it's better conversations with people. I said, what do you mean? I said, you know, in, when you're doing the video, you're looking at yourself, you're looking at the camera, you're looking at how you look, you're looking at how your hair is, you're looking at your makeup, you're looking at your lighting, you're looking at your glasses with the lighting and the glasses and the reflection, then you're not necessarily really into the conversation. It's very easily to get distracted from what you're talking about. But when you're on the radio, when you're on the, on the radio, whoa, that's Donna Summer, right? So if you're on the radio and the guest is calling in, they're, they're in it. They're in it to win it. They're, they're concentrating, or even if they're roving reporters, like a lot of the people that call in, I love when they call in on location and let us know what's going on. They, um, they're really concentrating on what is coming out of their mouth. Because I always tell you, the quality content, right? It's all about quality content. I'm the queen of the quality content. You want to make sure that you're delivering great information. And it's much easier uh, to do that while you're on the radio because you're concentrating on what is coming out of your mouth or you're looking at certain notes or things like that. You're not doing teleprompter reading. We don't do that, right? But you can have notes. There's nothing wrong with that. So you can go ahead and make sure that you uh, are delivering the correct information. And then it gets, it's a different way to describe things because you got you know that people aren't watching. So you got to make it kind of really descriptive or animated or a little bit more fun or entertaining, because you don't have the luxury like Karen uh, Kingston does with her super slides that she does when she's like throwing it across the screen. So when she comes on this show, the conversation's different than when she, I'm giving you examples and I'm plugging her episodes again and I'm plugging her show that's coming up on Friday and I'm doing it for the content. Okay. I'm doing it for the content anyway. But when she comes on this show and she is, uh, she doesn't have her slides. It changes the direction of the conversation. It changes the conversation. It, it changes the delivery of the information. But you get just as much out of it. But I think you get a little bit more because it, you have to deliver information differently. And then you absorb information differently when you're listening as opposed to when you're just visually looking at something where you're relying on your eyes and you, rather than your ears and when you actually are you're, uh, letting that seep into your brains. So you get it, you memorize it, you understand it. Big difference. Again, so I'm going to plug the Karen deal. So again, this Friday at tw- at 5 p.m. on Brighton, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Brighton TV. Karen Kingston, the uh, queen of slides and the cleaner, the biotech analyst and uh, fi- former Pfizer consultant, is going to be on for the full hour with me. In the video, we're going to actually do some slides. We're going to show some slides. It'll be the first time that she does her slides on our show. <laughs> but I encourage you to watch the show. And I also encourage you to go ahead and um, tune in to some of the past episodes that she's done, on interviews on other shows, ours, but other shows. And then also for um, interviews and the presentations she's done 
It'll lay out everything about the COVID, the non-vaccine, non-vaccine bioweapon, which is made, it was made from a bat in a lab. And then it was put into the syringe, which they now call the vaccine, which is not a vaccine, it's a bioweapon, and it's designed to harm, hurt, and kill people. In the patent, it's in the documents on the federal government websites. It's all right there. So you don't have to worry about a hypothesis where some people that still like to, some doctors that like to hypothesize about theories about did it come from a Wuhan, did it come from a lab or did it come from a cave? Uh, no, they, it's in the patent that was filed in 2018 where they told you they designed it. They got paid to design it. $2 billion from the Department of Defense. Yes, our government paid to have it created, the non-vaccine and the actual virus. In the documents, there's paper trails. It's not that difficult to read or comprehend. You just got to know where to go. You got to know where to look, know who to trust and trust her. So go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. And if you click on the Karen Kingston tab, it'll get you to the interviews, It'll get you to the uh, presentations. Share that with everybody. It'll be a game changer. I promise. And then you'll get pissed. And then you'll go, all of this didn't need to happen. And it shouldn't have happened. But it did. So now it's up to us to take action to end it. We need to end it like the Canadians with the big Canucks up there like the truckers. Um, Otherwise, it's going to get a heck of a lot worse. So just a couple other things. It is 2.44. I'm going to wrap it up. I just want to say, wow, what an incredible show today. Everybody really stepped up to their game. And uh, incredible guests, incredible, incredible partners. Again, there are 330 partners on this platform. That's 782. 780. Oh, I'm sorry. 784 seconds without today's show of quality content. And take action resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Everything you need literally is on our website. You start from there. You never need to use Google again. Stranger danger, why would you? If you need to have, a, if you want a product or service or a group or organization or somebody to listen to that's telling you the truth, why would you ever Google anything ever again? You don't need to. Then Google is, is, is not even a search engine anymore. It's a propaganda persuader it's a propaganda vehicle where it directs you to information that it's altered that it wants you to believe and if you're on social media a lot of the times your stuff's being taken down like deborah was just talking about or it's being shadow banned like me five thousand friends four people see my stuff so you get to the point where oh i don't even want to bother putting on facebook because not, and nobody sees it so why why waste the time so you got to go to the getter and you got to go to the rumble and yeah, follow us over there. It's not following. I, it, it, that's what they want. Do you see, understand? Do you see the conditioning? How bad this really is when you take apart just language alone on how they want you to be followers and not participants. They want you to follow people rather than being in, like engaging with them and creating a community. Like how many followers you have? I don't have anybody that follows me. Who who that follow? Why would I follow anybody? I'm with somebody or I'm, I, I'm, I'm involved or I'm engaged or I'm a part of their community. I'm not a follower. Don't ever be a follower. See what I mean? They want you 
They, they've, re, they've been conditioning us the whole time, decades, decades, a web of lies, people, web of lies. And I think, well, I know that I finally figured out, took a while, didn't really start to put all the puzzle pieces together until after the election in November of 2020. So I'll, I'll trace it back and maybe, maybe you want to share your, uh, as, and, I, and I don't want to give Oprah credit because I used to be a fan. Not so much anymore, Oprah. Uh, your aha moment. I'm going to come up with something other than an aha moment. When I first heard Mike Adams on the situation update on his brighton.com, November, I, tra- I tracked it back because I remember, the, um, I remember the, what the, the display looked like, the graphic. It was November 25th of 2020, and I listened to him for the first time, and I said, what, what, what is this? What is going on? Who is this? What is this world? What is this alternative world? Didn't know it was actually the real world. And I said, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of this before. I, don't, I, don't, I had no idea. I was Fox Business News all day long in the background on the TV. And then in the afternoon, do the five, do the rest of the lineup, literally all day, like a again the loop oh, I had no idea and uh yeah turn that sucker off then I started listening to the to, 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 to uh my gowns and it was my first uh it was my first freedom boyfriend right virtual boyfriend who uh uh let's see 248 we're gonna go I'll tell you the story because for those of you who's listened to this before so but this is funny and I'm giving him credit today so Mike Adams thank you so much for giving me a shout out in your show today uh, the situation update. He did mention me as one of the, the uh, hosts on Brighton.tv. So thank you, Mike Adams. So I'm going to share this story with you and encourage people to go ahead and not only watch the shows on Brighton.tv. Mike Adams has his 30-minute um, show, uh, the situation update that he does. The short version is on Brighton.tv, and that is at 12 p.m. No, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. But you can always catch it at Health Ranger Report. Uh, com. That's the full version. And that's how I kind of, I start my mornings that way. And Mike Adams was on our show. How awesome was that? I got to interview my ex virtual boyfriend and I say ex, and I'll tell you the story here in a second. Um, I haven't put it in a special segment yet, but you can go to episode 287. So 287, episode 287. Oh no, look at this. So episode 287, uh, tune into that. Mike Adams is, is the uh, third guest in the soapbox and the guest before him, I know. Well, hold on one second. So uh, let me go back to 2020. So I'm listening to Mike Adams and all of a sudden he introduces and starts talking about this guy, Scott McKay. I'm like, who, the hell, who, who are all these people? How come I never heard them? I just don't really listen to podcasts. I just have one, but I don't really listen to a lot of them and shows and things like that. But now all of a sudden my eyes are open. My ears are ready to go. Right. And and I listen to Scott McCain. I'm like, oh, my God. So between the two of them, I'm like, all right, so I've got two virtual boyfriends. But Scott McKay, he had uh, most episodes he mentions his girlfriend. So I'm like, oh, okay, so that boyfriend's off. Okay, no boyfriend there. But I'm like, okay, Mike Adams got the virtual boyfriend. Good to go. Uh, interesting enough, go pull, uh, jump, jump to, to, to the episode I was telling you about with Mike Adams. Ironically, and, you know, the guests, I line them up. They, 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 I don't line them up. I, I usually, they, they, they get to pick and choose what dates just based on availability. Ironically, the two guys who were my first bro- freedom boyfriends, I always say, I call them boyfriends because it's like I'm forever single. So I have to live vicariously 
through boyfriends that are <laughs> they're on TV or now on the computer <laughs> or phone, text, whatever. <laughs> it's like I, I, I guess I got to leave the house more often. But I did this weekend and uh, I, I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, and I'm going to tell you about that. I'm telling you about the 2.0 of YOU. So anyway. Uh, how are we doing on time? 251. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to end it at three. For anyone who's still sticking around, <laughs> just thank you. Uh, nine more minutes and then I got to go because I, uh, I got a bunch of stuff that uh, is coming up after this. So anyway, so the episode that I did with Mike Adams, um, Scott McCabe was actually before him on the show. So episode 287, you can get both guys. And then Brigitte Hofferly, who's a good friend and she's a great businesswoman, really an inspirational speaker, all that kind of stuff. She was before him. But my point was my two boyfriends, my virtual boyfriends who started all this and got me involved in this freedom world happened to also be on the show that I just did last month, episode 27, that was on January 24th. So yes, as we were talking about earlier, everything happens for a reason, right? The things line up when they need to. So that means something. So anyway, check out 287. I'm going to put Mike's as a separate segment. But thank you, Mike Adams, for going ahead and doing a shout out today for me on your show. So I have, I want to always do that for you too, because that's what we all need to do is support and promote each other's shows, each other's guests and get everybody else to get involved in pushing out information that's going to make a difference, especially in your business, or shall I say, in your business, to grow your business. What is my line? Grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. There's the especially. I knew it was somewhere. So uh, anyway, let me tell you the story with Mike Adams, 252, and then we'll wrap it up here. <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, my God, I love the Mike Adams. This guy's great, and he's good looking, and he's in Texas, and he knows how to fix shit. He's not like a snowflake. And he's like got a truck, and he's got equipment and guns. I'm like, I was a kid. like, man, like, man, okay, all right. So I got so I'm a virtual boyfriend for four months, right? Everything's cool. And, um, one day, I was listening to the show, and normally, like, I don't, uh, he has a video and an audio, but I just do the video, and it's in the background, I'm working, got multiple screens up, I got multiple, all kinds of stuff, and I, he says the four words a woman never wants to hear, ever, ever, and those of you out there listening, you know what it is, and it was, uh, it was devastating, so, um, uh, I will I will describe my reaction. So you know the uh, the lady with the little pink hat that they uh, always show when they're talking about Trump, and she goes no. Okay, okay, picture that. That's that was my reaction. So I'm listening to Mike Adams and doing work, da da da, and all of a sudden he says those four dreaded words: my wife. And I, and it was literally like echo. It was almost like I heard it as my, 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 wife, 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 I, I, and, 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 I, 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 and my poor neck, my head spun. I looked up at what I was looking up to because it's not a video. And I was like, no. <laughs> so then I was like, I stare, I stare, I go, oh my God, he's got a wife. And then he's like something like, well, you know, we've been married for 30 years. I went, 30 years? <laughs> You've been my virtual boyfriend for four months. You've been cheating on me with your wife for four years. Oh, my God. I was like, seriously. So you know what I did? You know what I did? I did just as uh, as any good, any good, 
female scorned would do. I ignored him. I ignored him for like three or four days. I didn't, I didn't listen to his show. I said, I'll show you. I'll show you. I won't listen to your show and you won't even know it. That's what I did. And then I said, wait a second. Wait a second. I need, I need the content. I need the content. So anyway, I thought it was a funny story, but the best part about it, 255, the best part about it is when I went to Tulsa to the very first Reawaken America tour event, which was the best one. I hate to tell everybody. It was the best one, hands down. So glad I was a part of it. So we went to the dinner the night before, and um, this is Clay Clark's deal. We were at his office. So we went to the dinner the night before, and I look up, and I see see Mike Adams. My knees got a little wobbly. I was like, oh my God, it's Mike Adams, the health ranger. So I went up to him and Lacey was so nice. She's just a VP of marketing and she's been with him for like, I don't know, 15 years or so. That's not the wife. Don't worry. That's not the wife. She's, she works with him for him. So I went up and he was so cool. I told him the story and I think, you know, I'm like, no, no, I'm not a stalker or anything. Like, no, no, it's cool. I'm not, I'm not a stalker. It's a funny story. And then I think they found the humor in the story. But anyway, long story short, um, I, I'm now on his network. Awesome. Right here on TV Fridays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. You can tune in to the show. And um, he was on my show. And now I just got to get on his show. Hmm. Sounds like that is something to put on my to-do list. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, funny stories, right? Funny stories. And then with Scott McKay, the other thing with interesting to him, I met him that night too, became pretty good friends with him. We talked numerous times on the phone back then. And then I got a chance to see him when he came here to Phoenix at the Reawaken America event at the Satanic Church of um, Dream City, which we've shared many of those stories. And then, you know, it's interesting. That's where I got the uh, cold, the cold with a little then some, which I think was interesting because uh, it's the first time I've had a, a cold and then some, uh, but it didn't take me down because I've been taking the prophylactics and the ICHCQ and the ivermectin, the prophylactics, which is Dr. Zeb Zelenko's pills, supplements, I should say. I've been taking, uh, well, just took the ingredients, but now he's made it much more affordable and cheaper and all in one location. Remember, it's all about one location as this is the platform, the one location for all the information. Why not get all of those pills in, in one and make it half as much cost? Because I was doing um, piecemealing all of the different things that you need, like the C, the vitamin D, the zinc, the quercetin and all that. But he's made it really simple. And it's in the pills, which we're a partner with him on that, which means it's part of the, the program. It's part of our affiliate marketing program, which is our marketplace. So for $52.50, you get a 30-day supply of these things. You take two pills a day. It's really simple. And it gets you all the prophylactics, which is proactive to prevent and to boost your immune system and prevent from getting any um, little flu, little cold, little bug, the COVID, right? The COVID. Um, Because when I did get exposed to it, and I'm going to explain to you, I'm going to go over the three. I'm going to go over three because this is important. Um, anyway, the, his supplements, you can get them on our, um, take action menu. They're on the website, on the marketplace and you get 5% off if you use promo code home, H O M E brings it down to 5250, which if you price them out separately, which I did it with the, with the amount of, with the amount that you need for each, the milligrams, the MCGs or, you know, all that fun stuff, it's twice as much. So he came up with this, uh, formula, uh, well, the formula he came up with in 2020, which is why he saved so many people, 
Um, but I'm telling you, it works to boost your immune system. And uh, it kills, and there's something about it, all this stuff that kills bacteria too. And I'll give you a, a story. And again, I'm going to go over just because this is important because it's great to have theories, but when you have facts to back it up or you have hardcore testimonials or you have examples, it makes all the difference in the world. Like with Christy, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, this is what's going on the border. But she, it literally was happening while she's at the airport and she's on the phone with us. And she's saying, I'm seeing these adult males uh, that are now, and they're by themselves with their manila envelopes, which is that's what, how that works. They're shiny sneakers or shiny phones. And they're going on the airport through the TSA, not having to show ID or to go ahead and get checked or anything that you and I have to. And they don't have to wear masks or anything like that. And they go right through security. Ask, ask Ann Vandersteel how it is to go through security for her and TSA um, as opposed to an illegal alien uh, military-aged male who Christy just saw a whole pack of them while she was on the phone with us. See what I mean? So anyway, going back to um, uh, going back to oh, the supplements. Forget the supplements. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because when we were at the church, this goes back to started with the – don't you love how these, these it, 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 everything goes full circle, but it, we'll just go in a little bit of a tangent and then I got to wrap it up because it's 3 p.m. We got to, we got to, we got recordings to do. We got to do teasers. We got to get more content out there for people. And then I got to tell you actually who is uh, on the show coming up. This is, this is a strong month and we haven't even really tapped into the bodies that we're going to have on. So um, anyway, when I was saying about Scott, when I saw him here at the event, but then I got sick the weekend before I was at Dream City Church. Okay, what is the what what is the chances that Michelle, who doesn't go to church, and a full disclosure, I tell you, I haven't been to church in years. Uh, I actually spend three weekends in a row at Dream City Church, three weekends in a row. I went for the Mayor of Corruption County GOP County meeting for the precinct committee men. Then the Reawaken America Clay Clark tour. Then the following weekend was the um, Arizona State GOP meeting. All at the same location. Michelle never goes to church. All of a sudden, three weekends in a row, I'm at the same church. Okay, what does that mean? What does that mean, people, right? That does mean something. It means Michelle needs to find out what the hell's going on at that church. Because we already know that there's some shenanigans. And it's part of this dream city like rehab something group about, I'm going to say it, child sex trafficking. And also because if Cindy McCain sits on your board, there's a problem. She sits on the board. And, um, of course, here in McCain country, right? It's a rhino on crack. And then, so I'm at the, I'm at the church. Um, we're at the Maricopa meeting on my birthday, January 8th. Yeah, so thank you, everyone, for the happy birthday wishes. And uh, what happened was um, my friend, I mean, PC friend Lucy, who was just on the show, I'm going to plug her too, episode 289, we did it on Monday. She was telling you about the uh, Church of Satan. They're coming here to Phoenix, or they're coming to Scottsdale. They're going to be at the Sawara Hotel. So they're doing a prayer warrior. Uh, it's not a protest. It's like a prayer rally. So down there praying for these uh, Satanists that are coming to have orgies, meetings, and satanic worshiping, um, animal sacrifice, hopefully not human sacrifice, but I have a feeling they're probably going to do it, like out in the desert, because these people are nuts. 
right? And of course, you know, they're probably doing drugs and drinking and all that kind of stuff. This is their first annual convention that they're having, like people from the nationwide groups of Satanists, of the Church of Satan, like Satan Khan, will be here in, the, in, in Scottsdale. So I think it's appropriate that we bring it up yet again. That's episode 289, episode 289. The links to follow them on Facebook and Telegram are listed there in the show notes. So you can get involved there uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the February 11th, 12th, and 13th. And that is from noon to five. They're doing prayer warrior prayer rallies there to get uh, to the demons be gone, right? Rebuke the demons. They're coming. They're here. I, but, you know, the thing that's interesting is that our previous mayor, Mayor Lane, he had said we welcome the satanic uh, groups with well open arms because we are inclusive. We're not inclusive of Satan. Okay, I'm not inclusive of Satan. I'm also not inclusive of a man in a beard in a dress who decided today he wanted to identify as a woman and he's in the bathroom taking a pee next to the six-year-old girl or he goes into the girl's locker room, says he identifies as a woman because he wants to go look at 10-year-old girls. I'm not okay with that. That's not inclusivity. That's effed up and that's not the way it should be. But our city council in the city of Scottsdale voted 7-0 last summer that that was an awesome idea. Okay, so full circle back to Pamela Carter, who's running for the city of Scottsdale. She doesn't think that's an awesome idea. I don't think it's an awesome idea. And you know what? They're at that time in the summer when we were at our PC meeting, our precinct committee man meeting, they made an answer. They were telling us, and the whole room freaked out. They're like, what? No, what? No. So uh, the thing that was interesting is that um, there was eight other cities that thought that was an awesome idea in the Phoenix area. Eight other cities thought that was awesome. Oh, we're in. We think that is amazing. We think that's amazing. Um, So we got problems here in River City. We got problems here in Scottsdale. We got problems here in every city. Remember, every town is a border town. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And it's already there. It's in your backyard. You're just not paying attention. Eight to 10 million illegal aliens invaded our country, brought to, he- brought to you, brought to you by the Joe Biden Nazi regime. Yeah. Oh, back to the church real quick. And then I got to go. It's 3.05. So back to the church. What happened was, so Lucy, episode 289, listen to that one, gives you the whole rundown of the Church of Satan. So Lucy and I, my PC friend, become a precinct committee man. It's on our website. I'm telling you, become a precinct committee man. Just under the take action tab, it tells you how to do it. Uh, you, you, you need to, uh, especially here in Arizona. It's, and what we, what we, what it, once you're on there, and you'll see if it's here in Merrick Corruption County, it uh, gives you directly to the different places here in Merrick Corruption County, the different legislative districts. And this is the old numbers. This is the old redistricting because a lot of the stuff on the website isn't up to date. So once you basically, when you go and you look and you click on the website, then you got to pick up the phone, just call these people, right. And ask them the questions. That's what they're supposed to be as your, your district chair, if you've got questions, but it, it brings you back to the precinctstrategy.com with Dan Schultz and Stan, Steve Stern. So we're working with those guys. We have been for many, many months, um, but we're going to be able to kick that up here to the next level. And both of those guys are coming back on my show and also on brighttown.tv. But anyway, so we're at the church and she's, Lucy doesn't start feeling well. And Lucy's not, Lucy's like, uh, she's not one of those type of people that just 
you know, like when somebody, you know, if you have a friend that's always like, there's always something wrong with them. They're always, always getting sick. Always like, oh, not again. Oh, whatever. Totally not like that. Like, you know, one of your normal hardcore, like ready to go friends. So we walked outside. She's like, yeah, no, it's like my head. It's like, she's like, I think maybe it's the 5G. It's something going on. She's, uh, she's I'm really sensitive to things that are happening around, like environments. She's the 5G, really. I've noticed it's in that 5G. At this well, we gotta, we'll talk about 5G another time. And meanwhile, it's out of control, especially here in Arizona. Um, the transformers and the, the things that they've stuck and pretended to be palm trees, and they're all up on the lights. They're on the traffic lights. They're on the street lights. If you look around and you're like, what is all that crazy when you see uh, what what they have done um, while we were all not paying attention or, quote, unquote, locked in our houses, right? By design, by design again, people, this is all part of a plan. See it. Please open, open the eyes and see the plan. So make sure that you have to provide the papers, right? It's all about the papers because they need you to get the shots, the booster, and the non-vaccine bioweapon, which is there to harm, hurt, or kill you. Yeah, okay. So anyway, we're at the church. She's not feeling good. We go outside. We sit outside for a while, da-da-da, whatever. And then uh, uh, I was feeling fine. But then all of a sudden, Monday afternoon, I'm like, <clears throat> what is this little froggy in my throat? What is this froggy in the window? I said, why? why what, what, what is this? Okay. All right. So I... I uh, Ended a little bit early, had some chicken soup, said I'm just going to go sit on the couch, watch a little TV. And then Tuesday morning, I'm like, what, 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 what is this? What, 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 what? And then I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's that damn church. Something with that church. Some, I guarantee you there's something at that church. And then, of course, I listened to a couple episodes of uh, interviews from Karen Kingston, and I watched a couple of the, uh, I mean, I've watched them before, but I watched them again, and I was like, oh. She just basically said there's, there's no human to human contact. And I said, well, that's interesting because back when this whole started, I don't remember if I said this early on the show. And if my numbers are a little off, bear with me. I don't have a photographic memory like she does. When this first started, there was 13 people that he had quote unquote, the COVID. They were in contact with 600 other people and not one of those 600 other people got the COVID from any of those 13. So they basically prove there is no human-to-human contact. And then all of a sudden, she's telling about what's in the patent. It's in the patent because, you know, everything is in the patent. Next slide. And what's in the patent, it said that um, there's three ways that you can transmit, transfer, transmit the spike proteins, which is the concoction that they made from the bat virus that they put into the peach tree dish that they made in the lab, not found in the bat. They made it in the lab, put it in the syringe, called it a vaccine, which is a non-vaccine bioweapon, stuffed in the syringe. Dr. Judy Mikovits told you this for years. Nobody listened. Nobody paid attention and then um, saw her in that uh, pandemic movie in the fall, or no, it was the spring of 2020. And she mentioned it and said about the flu shot. She goes, the flu is in the flu shots. That's what's getting you sick. Never take a shot again for anything. You don't need it. And I was like, hmm, kind of makes sense, but I'm not sure. Oh, now it makes all the sense in the world. Anyway, back to Karen, Karen Kingston, uh, episode 289, episode 280, no, sorry, 286, 285, 278. 
and it's on the all of those literally and then some uh, everything home about us Karen Kingston tab you'll see it right there towards the top so she says there's three ways that they go ahead and you can you can get the uh, you can get the virus do you get the virus how do you get that uh, that gets that generates those spike turns? There's three ways that they've created the transmission. Uh, aerosol. I was like, oh, aerosol church. Hmm. Uh, contact. You know, like skin contact. Like rubbing it. Like eating it. You have to eat it. Like edibles. And uh, in inoculation. Put it in a syringe, shove it in your arm, call it a vaccine when it's the bioweapon. Again, it's the spike protein, which is causing all the damage. She brings up a very good point. You'll listen to this in many of the shows that she did recently. She says it was really bad. They told us the bat virus and what was really, really bad was the bat virus. That was causing all the problems. That was causing the spike protein, which was causing the deaths and the adverse events, which are uh, uh, side effects. And those were causing the myocarditis. Those were calling the blood cause. Those were causing your immune system literally to eat itself and destroy itself so that anything can take you down. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, just like everything else. And um, then all of a sudden, last year, about this time, they said, okay, well, we're going to take that same, that virus that, oh, don't tell them this part, that we made in a lab, and we're going to put that in the syringe even though that makes a spike protein. A year ago, that was really, really bad. Now, all of a sudden, it's a really good idea. We're going to go ahead and jam that into all the people on the planet, and including the children. All of a sudden, it became a great idea. Wait a minute, what? 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 Um, And as she says, it is an act of war. Sure is. It gets worse. Next slide. So I encourage you to go check out that information, share that with your family and friends. So again, back to what happened. Uh, all of a sudden, I started getting a little under the weather, um, but I didn't get taken down. I slept an extra couple hours on two days and uh, kept, I upped my HCQ, upped my ivermectin, upped you know, some of the other supplements that are in the Zeva Zelenko supplement boosting uh, pills. And um, it was fine. Didn't miss any work. Didn't miss any events. Didn't do any of that. So um, this stuff works. And it's because I've been doing the protocol, proactive, prophylactic, proactive protocol since the summer. And then when you do get a little under the weather, up the protocol and all of that information on our website under the COVID facts tab. It's right there. But I encourage you to uh, go ahead and get some of these supplements for yourself because it works. And the thing that was interesting, too, so uh, let me tell you this story real quick, 313, and then I got to go. I got to go like John Rivers. So um, I went to the dentist, did my cleaning. I'm probably four months over on a cleaning, right, because it's just busy holidays. And it's not necessarily I, – I enjoy going to the dentist because uh, I love everybody in there. But – so I went to the dentist and she's like, uh, and I said, all right, listen, hey, I've been real lackadaisical in my uh, dental hygiene. I'm not going to lie. She's like, well, when's the last time you floss? I said, what? <laughs> I said, I don't, I don't know. And I said, I just haven't been really good about it. So, you know, when they pick that, they take that uh, little needle thing, that little hand, the little um, 
Oh, I don't know what it is. It has a measurement stick on it. So basically when you put it in your gum, it tells you how far, I think it's millimeters. It's got to be because it's a little, it's a little baby thing. It tells you how far your gum is separated from your, uh, your tooth, which shows an indication of bacteria and eventually uh, like gum decay and really bad stuff, right? Really bad, really bad stuff. Like, you know, like the spike protein is bad stuff. So anyway, um, you know, they do the numbers, you know, one means you're amazing. And like four means, eh, this is really not good. Anything over four is kind of bad. So I said, uh, just to let you know, those numbers are probably going to go up. They're probably going to go higher because I haven't been really good about uh, doing the things I should be doing. Because that she said, when was the last time you're floss? I said, what? So um, she starts doing it and she's like, your numbers are better. I said, what? I don't know if it can't be. I said, are you sure? Are you sure you're using the right instrument? She goes, no, I am. This one's like two better. This one's, this is three better. This one's really much, this is better. Even like my one bad spot is, uh, I mean, like three better. She goes, no, all of them, all of them were better. Like by one, any two, three, and four. Okay. That's unheard of. I've been doing this for, I've been going to the dentist to that same dentist for 19 years, which I found out was my anniversary. I'm the oldest patient they have. I mean, it's gone there the longest. And besides the dentist, I am uh, the person who's, <laughs> I've been there longer than any employee. The only person that beat me was the actual dentist, Paul Douglas, Dr. Paul Douglas, amazing dentistry here in Scottsdale, Arizona. So a shout out to them. I encourage you to go check that out. And I think if you tell them, I mean, they used to do this, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh, if you tell them that, that I sent you, they used to be able to have these cards that they would do a referral fee, right? Well, you get a discount. So I'm going to throw it out there. So if anybody goes to Dr. Paul Douglas, tell him you, you found out about him from Michelle on the Everything Home Talk Radio show or the TV show. And um, I don't know what the discount is, but tell him that you need a discount. <laughs> Just tell him, hey, Michelle, tell me you'll give me a discount. So he'll figure it out. But anyway, great dentist and a great staff. Mimi over there and, and, all, and everybody else is just amazing. So anyway, I was like, wait a second. How is this possible? And I said, well, how do, how do these numbers get better? She goes, well, you need to, it's basically you have to kill the bacteria. Hmm. So because you have to kill the bacteria, which is the cause of it, right? That's what causes the gum to separate. And then, you know, the, whatever the, I'm not medical person, but I'm just doing my best to explain it. So anyway, 317, God, I got to wrap this up. So, but there's a point here. There's a point here. And like I said, about testimonials and proof. And uh, sometimes you need visuals, but I'm giving it to you audio, audio only so that you can, uh, you can appreciate this. So the, um, oh God, I just, for the first time in three hours, I lost my train of thought. That's probably means the hook is coming and it's time to get off the show. So anyway, um, I said, well, so then what happens? How, how, how do you, how do you make, how do you make the, the bacteria go away or what is it that, that, that you get the numbers to get better, right? So you want the numbers to go down. She goes flossing and then killing the bacteria and, um, you know, proper general uh, hygiene because you're getting rid of bacteria. The goal is to get rid of the bacteria. So I said, okay, well, go one step further with me. I said, so if, if I'm telling you my dental habits were worse than they were consistently poor, they were much poorer. I wasn't flossing. And nothing else in my life changed except because my, my eating habits have not changed. And I said, the only thing that has changed is my supplements. 
I said, so they're, the supplements have not only counteracted my poor hygiene because I'm not flossing. I remember the last time I flossed, uh, which I encourage people to floss. It's very important. It's a public service announcement. Floss. Make sure you floss. If you can't do it once a day, do it while you're at desk, just before you go to sleep, whatever. But make sure you floss, people. It's very important, especially children. Floss. So anyway, so not only did it counteract the, the non-things that I should be doing, the things that I didn't do, it actually improved it. So it was like a double whammy, like, you know, when they, uh, the Delta, right, when they said the Delta. So not only did you thought it was going to be a positive swing up by two, it was a negative swing by three, so you had a Delta of five. So not only did it, so that's basically what this was, but it was a five in the positive direction. So not only fixed the stuff that I was, should have been doing, it actually corrected it and then went the other direction. Supplements. I just proved to you that you're, that you're, that, that if it has to do with the bacteria, and what is, and then bacteria, let's just say virus bacteria. Yes, I know there's something, there's a difference shown, but then technically from the doctors that we've had on the show and what people are talking about now, virus, viruses don't actually exist because they've never been isolated ever. You didn't realize that? They've never isolated a virus in the history of science. No, they've made speculations and calculations based on computer modules and things like that. But they've never isolated a virus. And if you don't believe me, again, all this stuff is from people that come on the show, experts um, or people I've seen on other shows, but usually they end up coming here. And that was on episode 263 with Dr. Lee Merritt. I ha- she, she's amazing. I saw her talk about it a couple times, and then I brought it up during the show. If you want to listen to uh, a great episode, Dr. Lee Merritt, episode 263, she talks about that. But she actually started digging and doing homework. She's an orthopedic surgeon. She says, I was never in that world. I don't know virology. I don't need to. But then when I saw the insanity of what they were saying, I started doing my own homework. And she's like, oh, my God. They never isolated the virus. So there's all kinds of different other things that you might want to tune into when it comes to that because it kind of makes sense. So I, all of a sudden, and then I tracked back. So anyway, um, my supplements were eliminating bacteria which is probably part of the reason why I hadn't gotten sick, except for a targeted attack. And that I can, I'm making an assumption, but it just kind of makes sense. Just, you know, it's like a uh, process of elimination. Um, and then I was like, when's the last time I felt sick? And this was a cold. It wasn't anything, you know, obviously it wasn't hundred percent, but it was nothing. It was not the flu. God, no, it was a cold ish. Right. So I had a little scratchy throat. It was sore one night. Um, I plowed through. It's not a big deal, right? I did have a, I did have that sesame voice for a couple of days. It was kind of cool. I kind of, I liked that voice. That was kind of nice. But anyway, uh, three twenty-one, and then I wrap it up for the four people that are still listening. So, um, uh, God, see, I lost my train of thought two times. That means it's time to go. All right. So anyway, go. Um, I the last time I got sick with anything was two thousand ten. So I was like, okay, last time I got sick was 2010, uh, and then all of a sudden this, then where did I go, that demonic church, Dream City, and uh, there you go. And Lucy was also not feeling well, and she was under the weather afterwards, too. So, And then, of course, I find out from Karen Kingston, the um, 
aerosol is one of the ways it transmits inoculation by shoving a, it in a syringe and into your body and then contact from an edible. I know I didn't eat anything. At least I didn't think, no, because nothing I bought there was, um, uh, well, I had some donuts. Yeah. I don't know, they spray the donuts. And then um, they can apply it to your, like your skin. So anyway, yeah, do the math on that, people. Uh, so yeah, there we go. All right, so let me just tell you who's coming on the show. Who's coming on the show coming up. So um, we've got Jeremy Torres. We've got Annie Cyrus. We've got Andrew Kropyshoots, the owner of Red Balloon. We've got Cash Patel. we got Colleen Biggs. We've got John Arnold again, who's running for the House of Representatives here in the new legislative district. So we're going to have everybody back on in their new district so we can make sure that you know which are the politicians and the candidates that you need to support are America First people. Remember, if there's an R next to their name, or assume it is Rhino, and then make them prove to you they are not. Um, and we're going to put a special page on the website to identify the good cast of characters. Raj Doris. Oh, Raj is already on. Karen Kingston will be on Friday at 5 p.m. on brighttn.tv. That will be 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Andrew's going to join me over on uh, Brighton. Oh, this is going to be great. Mark Victor Hansen and Crystal Dwyer Hansen on the 18th Friday. We're doing the video version with them over on the Brighton TV. Um, they were episode 120. Oh, God, what was their episode? I think they were 121. 121 and 123. Oh, that one was great. I have a blog on it, and I need to start promoting it because it really was unbelievable. And their book, Ask is uh, uh, I actually I read a couple parts of it that they that I, they had sent me and then uh, I'm going to do the audio version before that and I think that might actually be a game changer but anyway let's go back to where we picked up the we started the show and then I am ending it because I gotta go I gotta go I got things to do people to meet people to do things to meet right things to do people to do people to do things see where I'm going with this anyway so, um, as I said in the very beginning, because of where I start, I want to end and I'm going to do full circle again. And uh, it is time to stand up, show up, speak up and become the 2.0 version of yourself in your personal professional lives. And how do you do that? You need to you know, come do it, do it with us, do it with us. But again, when I'm talking about the 2.0, I said, I'm going to do the 2.0. I'm going to do it because I've been telling everybody to do it since the year started. And now most of the people who've already done their uh, New Year's resolutions have fallen off the wagon. I believe the number, if I look through my notes from last year, it's something like 70 or 80% have already fallen off the wagon. So guess what? Now is the time to, if you want, go ahead and bring on your New Year's resolutions and actually get started for real. Right. I said, why bother in the beginning of the year? Because, you know, in the past, every other year you have done it and it didn't work. So I told everybody, don't bother starting your New Year's resolutions until February 1st, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting different results. So let's change it up this year. So we didn't do any uh, it didn't encourage you to do any uh, New Year's resolutions. And start in February 1st. So guess what I decided to do this past weekend? I left the house, right? I got, I got the, I actually did my, got my nails and my toes done. So we put things back to normal, right? Because we've been living kind of in this uh, squirrely world of everything's half-assed for the past two years, literally half-assed. Your, your maintenance of yourself has gone half-assed. You probably, uh, your waistline's been there and back and then some. 
you know, at least we're grooming a little bit more than we did when we were quote unquote home. But I, you know, you, you've got into the groove, right? So you've gotten a little bit lazier because you're like cutting corners. And I said, uh-uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to live the way it was two years ago prior to any of this. But I am going to take all of the knowledge, the chutzpah, the information, the panache, and everything I've learned for the past two years and add that to everything that used to be quote unquote normal from two years ago. Okay. So I'm going to live how everything was two years ago when it comes to like what I do and where you go and what's going on. But I'm going to take everything that I've learned and the people that I've met and uh, the fact that I have repositioned my reality and added the two of those together. And now if you do that, what have you done? You've created the 2.0 version of yourself for your business, your life, and your community. There you go. So join me. Join me in doing it. And I'm encouraging, I'm going to encourage every single partner that I have on this platform and every single media contact who hasn't come on yet that is going to be coming on. It is our duty to take ourselves to the level of 2.0 and encourage all of the people in our communities our friends, our families, our contacts, our clients to do the same. And if we can do that, we can get the people that we already are in contact with to become the 2.0 version of themselves because they'll be taking action in their business life, especially in their community. We can change things. We can go back to the way things were, but adding on the new versions of ourselves. But the way of life could be the same. And it's possible. Oh, we've got to do it together. We've got to come together. We've got to gather together and we've got to take action. And we're doing that here on the Everything Home talk radio show, podcast, TV show, and patriotic purpose shift and resource platform. You just got to show up. You just got to show up and we want you to share the information. So join our Save My Freedom movement. You can go to hashtag Save My Freedom. Everything home about us.com. Everything home about us.com. That is your take action menu. Everything you need is there about all the resources on our website, the groups, the shows to watch. When I say shows, it's other people's shows. When I say episodes, that's our episodes. And um, the, the groups to join, the uh, people to follow other people, right? The patriotic media resources to pay attention to the ones that are telling you the truth, how to become a PC pricing committee man. You want to contact your uh, politicians. It's on there. You want some virtual events. You want some in-person events. You want some uh, content about the COVID. It's right there. Click the Karen tab. And then there are other episodes of 38 episodes of COVID, the great reset from uh, doctors, experts, and common sense people. Uh, and all that's really great information. And you want some famous people, they're on there too. So go check out all this information. Again, it's not just shows, it's not just episodes. It's literally resources for everything. And that'll get you to different websites and there's videos. There's uh, all kinds of great resources, small business owners, entrepreneurs, people that are actually like-minded like you who love this country that aren't set on their ways to destroy it. Those are the people you support. Those are the businesses you work with. Those are the people who you trust. And we're bringing that to you, all the messages that matter from the people you need to know about. One trustworthy resource platform, one location for all the information, everything home about us.com. So please share this show and this information with your friends or family and uh, join us in the Save My Freedom movement. 
We're over on the clubhouse. I got to get back into that. I promise I will do it on Wednesday. Wednesday at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Show up. You got to join us on the Facebook. You know, I hate the Facebook, but that's where the people are. So go in there. Start posting about what you do, who you are, events, quality content. Please. Want to become a leader? Just shoot me an email. Shoot me an email and become a leader in the platform because we need more leaders to come in and then we need other people to show up. We want you to participate. We want you to participate and then um, we're going to be over in the clout hub. We're going to start it over there too. So that's the virtual. We're in and we'll start doing in person. And um, this is how we make it happen. This is how we get the information out. And then we share all the cool people, the cool kids. The cool kids are back in town. Cool kids are back in town. So we're just redoing the new cool kids to let you know who they are. Um, so, yeah, special thank you to all my guests. My partners, incredible platform, amazing show today. Thank you, truckers, the convoy, the truckers. And we'll try to get uh, Robert and Pat King back on. I was looking forward to having them on today, but as as they texted me, they said it's kind of crazy up there and the cops were coming after them. I'm glad that Brian was able to call in and get us some direct information of what was going on on the ground in Ottawa. And the um, website that he gave was... um, Gosh, hold on a second, peeps. This is, this is what happens when you take lots of notes. You have lots of pieces of paper. Stand for the, T-H-E-E dot C-A. Stand for T-H-E-E dot C-A. I'm going to put that on our pig action menu. But you can go check that out, and that'll help you follow them. And then I'm going to get the boys back on. I talked to them yesterday on the phone, but they, they call on the uh, Facebook video messaging. So it was cool to actually talk to both of them. That was uh, Pet King and uh, Robert Moore. And we'll try to get them back on the show. Uh, or maybe I can even, well, I can't really record it because it takes away from current events, right? Um, but we'll work on that. But anyway, I, I got to go. It's 2, 3.32, so I've rambled for an hour. Oh, my God. I, I got to get help. I got to get therapy. I got to get rehab. Rehab for talk radio show hosts is what I need that so if anybody knows of any good rehabs for that please uh let me know oh the other thing i want to tell you about the 2.0 okay so we got we're we're getting rid of the deferred maintenance and you need to do this too um you need to go back to the way it was in um the way you interacted with people the way that you uh started showing up right the way that rather than this lazy shit that we're doing now so I said, okay, so I did that, and I have officially put down the wine glass. I have slipped on the sneakers, and I picked up the Thighmaster. Yes, I have a Thighmaster. Thank you, Suzanne Summers, huge fan, by the way. Well, will be on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll be starting the exercise today. Um, we'll be starting that today. But, uh, yeah, put down the wine glass, peeps. That's what I did. That's going to take off some calories. Uh, might not be the funnest person to be around, a little cranky, but, <laughs> and I uh, put some blonde back in the hair and um, cut most of it off. No, I don't look like a boy, but I went shorter so that it's a little bit easier to get ready for the TV shows. And uh, yeah, so I said, you know what, if I'm going to be the 2.0 version of, oh, and I'm encouraging you to be the 2.0 version of YOU in 2022, I better practice what I preach. And of course I go overboard with everything. So I did that. So you'll see that on Friday. You'll see that on Friday on brighthand.tv at 5 PM mountain time. Got a new do. And uh, it's amazing when you actually get your nails done. 
how good they look compared to what they what they looked like before when they're just the nails. But somebody actually does what they're supposed to do, and it's not expensive. So I encourage you, if you can splurge and go do that, go do that. Changes everything. Changes everything, and I'll show you those on Friday too. So again, tune in 5 p.m. Mountain Time, TV. Karen Kingston, the cleaner and the queen of slides, biotech analyst and ex-Pfizer consultant. You know, all, most of the stuff that I tell you guys is from memory, which is scary. Um, I only knew my own stuff. As <laughs> well as I know other people's. Probably be rich and famous. Anyway, it is time to renew our faith, restore our republic. And uh, once you commit, everything changes. Put on your common sense caps. Try to leave them on all day, sleep in them. There are no conspiracies and there are no courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. Stand up, speak up, show up. That's all we're asking you to do. Thank you again to all the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. For anyone who hasn't, who's still listening and they haven't booked their show for February, I think I have like one or two spots open, so you better do that. You might want to jump on for the march. Uh, Tune in Monday at 12 p.m. Mountain Time for another Tucker Radio show. And, of course, TV on Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. All right, we are done. We got to wrap this up. It is over, as my dad used to say, as he would go on to the deck and he would yell, the kids are all playing in the backyard, and it's time to come home because I mean, he needed to go to bed, and we were still outside playing, and it was dark. The day is over. And he'd make the announcement. So I'm telling you right now, the show is over. The announcement is official, and the show has been concluded. And uh, join us over at Clubhouse. All that information is, guess where? The Take Action menu, everything home aboutus.com. Join us on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. And tell us what you do, who you are, what's going on, what we'll be there to collaborate and promote you. And then, of course, the show on Friday. Alrighty. Um, I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, I do want to say one thing. And this is uh, part of the convoy thing. And then I gotta go. 3.36. I love this quote. Ian, it's important to say it, especially with this show. Because um, it's time for us all to bond together, show up, and uh, do this, okay? Because this is where we're headed. First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. That's where we're headed. Show up, people. Do this. Join us. Hashtag save my freedom. Swear to God, we're going to do this together. But I need you to show up. And I need to tell your friends. Uh, and share, 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 share. Join us. Join us on social media. Join us on the Rumble. Tell your friends. Share the shows. Literally tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars of free content all on here to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. We are taking things to the next level because the time is now. No time like the present. You're awake. I know you are. Go take action on what we shared today. Make it a great day because you deserve it. You got this. Talk to you. Well, see you on Friday and talk to you if you show up on Wednesday.
If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't take that away. I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA trying to find the convoy thing. I'm supposed to not touch the mic anymore, but I have a disorder. Yeah. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, love machine? Oh, 10-4, pig pen. For sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Taco Town. Yeah, we definitely got us the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a been listening to everything home with michelle swinnick life laughter and the pursuit of happiness to meet learn from and hire the experts and the guests professionals and members of the everything home socially conscious referral network and marketplace visit everything home slash episodes and to listen subscribe rate review like follow comment and share go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms thanks for listening we hope you were entertained and we hope that you picked up some real life tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things till next time this is everything home signing off 